Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of August 28th. I'm one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me as always, Filter Cord. Hey guys. Cool. Um, so what's been going on with you, man? Anything special this week? Whew. Yeah, I got, uh, I've been getting all kinds of stuff shipped to me lately. Um, I was able to get, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure I covered this last week or if we just covered this while we were playing earlier in the week, but, uh, I got, uh, Nier Automata, uh, shipped oh, yeah, to me yeah. PS4. I got that on a good deal. Um, I got the Wolfenstein, uh, duo bundle, I guess. Um, the, the uh, what is it? The New Order and the Old Blood. Yeah. So you um, get the, like, DLC piece that came out after. Yeah, yeah. So I got I got both yeah. of those. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, you know definitely looking to get back into that. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Other than that, uh, finally picked up Dream Daddy, which is like my <laughs> magnum opus. It's the game I've been waiting my whole life for. Nice. Uh, so I haven't gotten too deep into that yet, but uh, I'm afraid it's one of those things where like I'm afraid I'm just going to do the whole thing at once. So I'm trying to like space it out real good. Right. So uh, yeah, we'll see about that. What what have you been playing? Um, I've actually kind of taken a back seat. Uh, I haven't been doing as much new gaming, that's for sure. I've been playing, um, um, I, I did a little bit of the Overwatch, uh, Lucio Ball stuff, which, mm. uh, I rather think they kind of ruined. Um, mm. I played that a bit as well. I played, uh, I played a little bit of Fortnite, just trying to keep up, um, here on the 29th, they're releasing their Into the Storm. We'll get, I think, uh. Well, actually, I don't think we have an article about that this week, but uh, today they showed off a bunch of new stuff in a little uh, video, like a developer diary. You can check mm-hmm. that out over on facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc., one of the newer things that we posted, um, showing off hydraulic weapons, new heroes, what happens if you win uh, the 14 days of survival, you know, or wow. you know, surviving a fortnight, and, uh, and more. So I've been trying to keep up with that, been uh, playing... Uh, you know, those uh, same old, same old games. Tonight we are um, supposed to be doing, um, starting at probably around 9.30 uh, mm-hmm. Eastern Time, um, Friday Night Fridays with Friday the 13th. Oh, that's cool. So that's going to be pretty fun. Myself, Pasty Pasta Man, Kesaria, uh, maybe our good friend uh, Tonic Storm, or AKA Tate. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you had any interest in that. That might be, I don't think you ever picked that yeah, up, did you? I, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to check out, uh, you know, your guys' stream. I'll probably catch a YouTube version or highlight later on. Um, check that out. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I need to eyeball it a little bit. Um, I've been, like, extremely severely burned by some of these, uh, you know, uh, what is it, asymmetrical uh, multiplayer games. Right. And, um, like, just multiplayer games in general, like, it has to be something I can do on my own, too. Cause I, yeah, you know. this uh, this I don't at at this point I don't think it's something you can do on your own. Um, I don't play this game really on my own. <coughs> I have to get a group of people together. Um, last time yeah. I played it, I played it with um, the kind of funny community, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I escaped from Greg Miller, which was That's pretty cool. cool. That's really cool. Um, and uh, and yeah, so we're gonna get into that tonight. Uh, see what happens. Mm-hmm. See how that kind of plays out. It's very fun together, though, because you have that, right. like, okay, who's Jason? You know, if someone's being really quiet, it's probably them. Mm-hmm. If they're not trying to work with anyone, it's probably them. Yeah. So it, it's a good time. But, yeah, uh, you can look for that tonight for sure. Okay. So yeah, I'll definitely uh, be checking it out. If it's, I mean, you know, I'm, I make exceptions all the time to my rules, so. Yeah, of um, course, yeah. It's always, I, I might pick it up, potentially. Yeah, Especially I mean, if you guys are going to do it long term. 
I don't think, uh, I mean, I've had it since day one. They're supposed to be releasing um, a story mode thing, so that could be some of that longevity for something that you're looking for. It's not really, mm-hmm. the game's not scary. Like, it's yeah. it's edge of your seat because you're being hunted. Right. And they could just pop up and get you. So it's almost like, if anything, it's like you get a jump scare, like, oh, shit. Um, but, yeah, yeah it, it's uh, it, it's a good time. Yeah, I, I mean, think... I've heard about a lot of cool stuff that they would like to potentially add, and then I've heard mm-hmm. even the stuff that's like more realistic. Like, okay, we could we can probably really get this. Uh, it all sounds good. Um, you know, I'm yeah, just kind of waiting for that thing that like really makes me pull the trigger on it. And a while back, we ran that uh, we ran that little piece about them growing as a mm-hmm. uh, as a team. They opened a secondary office. You know, they're dedicated to. Um, you know, supporting the title, of course, and, you know, continuing on with it and everything that I've seen. They just recently set up um, a, uh, uh, they fully revamped their website so they can get feedback about bugs and more because, mm-hmm. you know, they're a small team. So they took probably about uh, two, three weeks to set all that up and get it going. And as far as I know, it's going well now. So, okay. But cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, be on the lookout for that uh, later this evening. Uh, and by the way, we do record this on Fridays. You guys be hearing this Monday, so you can, you know, if you are hearing this on podcasts uh, and you're not watching it live on Twitch.tv, you can um, always, you know, pop back over to um, either mine or Mammoth Games Inc. Uh, I'm the real Night Swarm. Mammoth Games Inc. It's just Mammoth Games Inc. Um, and uh, and you can always check out, you know, the highlights or whatever because we usually mm-hmm. highlight it or check out past broadcasts. So it'll be there for you guys. Okay, cool. But, uh, you know, without further uh, ado... Yeah, um, let's go ahead and... Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll jump into um, kind of the the uh, near future release schedule here. Um, so this is going from... Uh, this is the week where we're going to be doing kind of the catch-up. So um, this is from August 21st through September 3rd. So this is a kind of sort of two weeks um yeah. we mentioned last week that you know we sort of you know thought about the fact that we were talking about games the week after they came out or you know sometimes it was just a couple of days after they came out depending on the release but you know usually tuesdays so um we wanted to come back and make sure uh you know we could actually mention something before it came out so that you know if people want to jump on pre-orders um if they just want to be able to get it day one and not you know especially some of the smaller stuff. I think we're pretty good at catching some of these smaller games that might slip through the cracks if you don't know to look for it. So um, being able to tell people about it before it's already out and like, I mean, you know how, you know, GameStop has just been going more the way it has been in the past where these smaller games, they may, if it's boxed at all, they maybe only get one. So if you really want to get a hold of that, uh, you need to know ahead of time. So hopefully we'll be able to, you know, this week we'll make up for that. And then in the future, we'll always be a week ahead. Yeah, I think that'll work out pretty well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, before that, I uh, might have mentioned it a few times, but as always, to kick off any uh, podcast live stream, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff that matters as well. You can always get uh, a little bit of a reminder of when we're going live or, uh, you know, like I mentioned, that patch note for uh surviving the storm for Fortnite. Mm-hmm. that's up there everything we talk about here is usually posted there with some thoughts uh where we talk to the community about it as well so it's a good way to stay with uh up with us uh on the daily and then uh where we always post when we go live um 
uh, on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. Uh, go give us a follow over there. That'll uh, you know help you guys as well remember. But uh, post about our podcasts, um, live streams. Uh, some of the MGI friends like Grim Reaper Sage when they go live mm-hmm. uh, post there as well. So. Yeah, go check all that stuff out. Uh, give us follows and likes. We really appreciate that. Helps us grow because we can't do that by word of mouth things. So, um, right. yeah, that's uh, that's a good way to stay up with us uh, rather than just listening to our podcasts on your way to work or during your workout or whatever mm-hmm. every Monday. Cool. Uh, but you know, without further ado, I'll let you take it away with the first title. Um, all right. Um, first, first three are August twenty second. By the way. Yep. So um, this first one we have up is uh, The Escapist 2. Uh, that's from Team 17 uh, Publisher. I'm not 100% sure about the location of the uh, game studio that made it, so I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but it's like Moldy Toaf Studios. If that's British, okay. that definitely means something. That's definitely an insult. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so The Escapist 2, it's coming out for PS4, Xbox One, PC. Um, basically it's like, a it, it's a, um, I don't know, like 16, uh, 30, I know the original one was 16, so this one looks like it might be a little denser, but, uh, you know, it's a, that pixel style, um, kind of retro looking game. Um, you're like a prisoner and you're doing essentially like a bust out of jail. And then there's a whole series of, uh, further adventures to go from there. You got crafting, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, light adventure game, light RPG, uh, action, pixel adventure game so there's a yeah, lot I, of love in that i've actually never uh I, I didn't play the first one um i remember hearing about it it looks looks really i think it was probably the art style that might have pulled me away originally uh-huh. i don't know why usually that art style would kind of be my jam but yeah um, i didn't i didn't play the, the character first models one. are weird they remind me of yes. uh yes like um like the pop vinyl figures mm-hmm. i don't know yeah, um, I didn't play the first one because for some reason I thought they were, uh, I thought The Escapists, quote unquote, was like a YouTube game group, and I thought this was like a like game about them playing games. You know what I mean? You know how yeah. like a couple yeah. of groups have done that. Like, so I was I saw it and I was like, okay, I don't know who The Escapists are. I don't give a shit. So it's actually just extremely good branding. So good that I thought it was a like successful YouTube company. <laughs> so nice. uh, yeah, now that I actually know what it is, I'm a little interested. Um, yeah, it looks um, it looks it looks interesting. Uh, it, yeah, it looks it it does have multiplayer, of course. And mm-hmm. I saw at one point one guy brained the other guy in the back of the head with yes. a uh, with a weapon on their escape so it's kind of like survival of the fittest at some mm-hmm. you know at some point like oh let's get most of the way out of here and then if i screw this guy over uh he'll get caught and i won't and i'll have a better chance at getting away yeah that's that's kind of cool yes it's it's a pretty cool concept uh you know at least from from what i've seen i i haven't really like heard a lot about these games so i don't know if it's just like something that kind of flew under the radar or if i'm just not in the right group i mean i Kind of like you said, I, I actually tend to stay away from kind of the, the lower graphical fidelity games. Right. Um, not because I'm against it or anything, but just usually that means they don't have a budget. Um, okay. So, you know, I mean, it's not to say that, you know, I mean, we have games like Super Meat Boy out there, which was two dudes in their basement that, like, cranked out one of the best platformers of all time. So, like, uh. 
you one know, of the hardest games that exists. Yes, it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that, uh, you know, it's going to be any better or worse or anything. But I just right. I always go in with that idea. So, it, and and I do I do remember thinking like, see, I think I thought this was um, like one of those penny arcade games. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Where they there, there was like a whole series yeah, exactly, of penny arcade exactly. games, and that's, that's what, what I, I thought thinking. this was. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It kind of makes me like. It kind of yeah. like watching watching the video um, coming out for PS4 here soon. Uh, oh, and Xbox and PC apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing only says PS. Yeah, this is the this is the PS4 so trailer this is for the some reason. PS4 launch trailer. Um, yeah, I mean, watching the video kind of makes me like turn my head and be like, oh, that could be a good time with a few, you know, a few friends. Kind of like we were talking about the beginning of the podcast. You know, Friday the Thirteenth isn't necessarily a great game to play alone. You're playing mm-hmm. with a lot of people. It's a great time. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, cool. Um, yeah. Oh, do you have anything else? Not on that one. Cool. Uh, up next, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy episode three. Uh, just kind of like briefly looking over this. Um, looks like it's just you know the third uh, third edition by uh, Telltale Games coming out for PS4, PC, Xbox, PS3, 360, and iOS. Jesus, just essentially they are everything. Hitting everything, aren't they? If they could put it out on N64, they would have. And yeah, if they could sling it to 64 and Windows Phone, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. they would have. Slap it on that SNES Classic. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah. I mean, so um, not not a ton to say about this. It's uh, you know, yeah. If if you're into it, you know, it's just kind of a reminder that's coming out. You know, what's coming out if you're into it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know what's coming out, you probably want to look at episode one in the first place. Right. Right. So, um, uh, from what I've heard, it was pretty good. Um, I don't know, like we're in the season, uh, and by season, I'm kind of using that as a pun of like, we're, there's just been too many telltale games and they need to completely rebuild before I think I'm going to be interested again. Right. Um, now this, I mean, even looking at this clip, the, uh, the graphics are a little better than I've come to expect. So... It's possible that their little, like, add 10% every time in between games is actually working out, but I, I just, I think they need to completely dump that engine and redo. Right, um, I mean, the engine, look, like, it looked, okay, so graphically I think it looks great, mm-hmm. um, I, I really like that, um, I really like that style of yeah. Kind of art. cartoony, not it, really comic-y, but kind of. Yeah, it's well. I mean, it is. It's definitely cel shaded, and it, I don't know. It, it, it's definitely good. Like I like it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's real stiff. It seems a little rigid, especially when you're looking at the like, not the character who's actually oh, doing yeah, like the background. action or whatever. Like if you look at like even like Grimora on the side, uh, just. Yeah doing whatever you can see that her face is very still and her eyes blink like every like five seconds like mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't know it just it, it's They're really it's like, a little it's the little things and, like and again like we said and this is the first time we've said it they need to remake their engine they need mm-hmm. to really do something about that so yeah that's a running uh that's a running thing with us <laughs> for sure all right, and um, yeah, so also, uh, last game came out on the 22nd, or at least the last notable one that we were able to catch, uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. And from what I've heard, oh, yeah. uh, 
I've heard very good about it so far. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good about this. Um, they, uh, I, I was, <laughs> I was watching a lot of like friends that you know had bought like the season pass or whatever for Uncharted Four. Um, mm. They're like, "Holy shit, it's free!" It's like, "Yeah, it came with your season pass, actually." Yes. So yes. that's really cool. Um, it's kind of like, uh, like, oh, I bought this game forever ago, and now I get uh-huh. another game. So uh, it's a good deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, this is like, from what I've heard. Uh, you know, it's a little cheaper than a, a full release, you know, sixty dollar game, mm-hmm. and it's a little shorter. So you know, it makes up for. Um, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think more people need to start doing that. Like Hellblade did that. Hellblade. Um, um, I, it's time to experiment. I mean, now is the time to mess around with pricing and, uh, you know, like length expectations and content expectations and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, Lawbreakers did that as well on Friday the 13th, came out mm-hmm. at a cheaper price, right, right. Uh, knowing that they were just doing online. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think that's a good idea. And it's cool to see that store. it's not just multiplayer stuff doing it, um, that story stuff's finally getting into it as well. So Yes, and it, I mean, for such, a, for such a crafted game as these Naughty Dog Adventures are, um, mm-hmm. it's really cool to know that there can be a smaller budget, one of those, you know. And it, I mean, it, as we can see, uh, you know, we're watching the trailer here. It's it's got the graphics, it's got the quality, it's got. Um, I've heard some really cool stuff about uh, like some of the companion AI, like your companion character is really helpful in this. Um, yeah. So that's that's awesome, and it's I mean it couldn't be a more uh, like interesting side story either between these two. And I think they're really at that with Uncharted. They're really at that. Uh, pivotal point where mm-hmm. they need to decide what direction they're going to go in. And yeah. I feel like this is going to be a test of many tests um, mm-hmm. of like, what hero do we want to go forward with? I think, again, we will see another um, <laughs> um, we'll see, sorry about that. We'll see another uh, video of, or another game of um other characters that are, you know, not Nathan Drake, not Sully, not... Right. And, you know, trying to forge that new path for what direction Uncharted should be going in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, you know, as much as I know, like, it, it's hard to not go back to the thing that gets you the praise and the, and the dollars and everything, you know? Right. But, uh, like, I really don't ever want to touch Nathan's life again maybe i mean like it seems like the uncharted movie is going to be a younger nathan drake but uh i'm ready to uh, like just totally cruise on and hear about other people in that world you know yeah yeah Um, so if they just did like a series of vignette games that are kind of like you know here's here's these two prominent characters we could maybe do like here's young sully and just like some of his background and a couple of his friends before you know he came across these this modern uh you know quintology of games i guess yeah i mean i think it'd be cool like later if we saw if, if we do see any more of nathan kind of put him in the role of sully mm-hmm. and you know have this new character that's being guided by nathan that could be interesting that could be interesting or like but, yeah put nathan into the age of sully yeah that'd be cool but i mean putting that in um yeah putting that out there you know he, we assume, well, we definitely know that Uncharted 4 was in the modern day. So mm-hmm. to do that, it would have to be, we'd have to give it, you know, quite some time instead of like, yeah. I don't feel like this is the kind of game that would 
push forward into the future. So, um, it would have to be so near that it wouldn't even be noticeable. So yeah, uh, I don't think they could do too much with that. Yeah, and I think I mean, you know, and and in the game world to make a game, you know, making a game in five years, um, in some aspects that's a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're a football game, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're a normal video game, that's not really that long of a time to hold off. So if they do a five-year span and they release this game and try, you know, try something new, and if it doesn't work, another five years and release this other game, but put Nathan in the background, you know, that's a ten-year gap when they could, you know, age up mm-hmm. Nathan a little bit and put this new young buck in the, you know hands of the player so that could be kind of could be interesting um we'll see what they do with it of course we'll keep up on that but uncharted the log uh lost legacy little side story um uh out on playstation 4 august 27th Mm -hmm. all right um yeah this was uh this next game was actually something i just kind of came across it didn't get like a wide popular release or anything Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought the premise was so cool that I had to just kind of drop it and let some of our listeners and viewers know about it. Um, on August 23rd, Steam uh, released, uh, or released on Steam, I should say, um, Distrust. And that was by Alawar Premium. Uh, they're known for, uh, it's a Russian publisher. They also published Beholder, which was like a, um, it's, it's really odd game. It had really cool graphics. You were like a, uh, uh, a uh, supervisor in charge of like an apartment in a like a very like so, like a Soviet state type you know totalitarian government and right. you would like spy on the inhabitants and if they had anything illegal you'd report them to the cops <laughs> um, so that was pretty cool and uh, so it's the same uh, publisher not the same uh, little production studios very small studios that are making these but uh, mm-hmm. distrust is actually inspired by the thing the John Carpenter movie um, okay, yeah. So it's like I a, can see that for sure. Yeah, it's another small Russian uh, company, and um, this one's set in Siberia. And actually, the studio is in Siberia as well. So uh, I would say fuck that, but you know, I guess they had to get in character to make this game. But yeah, uh, yeah. So like, there's some kind of weird event that causes your helicopter to crash or whatever. Um, you know, you're you're running around on this isometric kind of. I mean, I like the graphics a lot. It's a little comic booky. It's a little cell shady. Um, I'm yeah. really into it. It, it has yeah. a has a super interesting style, um, mm. and it looks like it has it looks like it has quite a bit to it. Um, looking at like the oh, it seems really uh, deep, like the HUD, and yeah. just seeing um, you know. If you're watching this live, you know what we're talking about. If you don't, um, they're kind of moving from room to room, uh, kind of searching. It looks like they're searching for things to possibly fix mm-hmm. their broken or helicopter. Like, and then I'm maybe, sure uh, that changes yeah. later. Right, um, right. It seems pretty long. Yeah, it, it seems like a, a game that's going to have you know a lot to do with trying to figure out who is uh, who is your friend and who isn't your friend. Right. After trying to probably survive this Siberian. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it looks super sure. interesting. I I have it. It's bought. It's downloaded. I actually got a deal. Uh, if you own uh, Beholder, you can actually get it twenty five percent off, and it's in you know the Steam launch windows ten percent off. So I got it like, you know, thirty something percent off. Hmm. Uh, so I got it for like seven eight bucks, which is yeah. I'm happy about. But uh, it's a good deal. 
yeah, it's, it seems really interesting. I like the premise. Um, I like that, like, they're clearly not doing a direct thing reference. Like, there's these weird balls of energy light, like, floating around. So it's, like, it's similar but different. And I don't know what those lights are. It's pretty spooky looking. Yeah, there's some definite weirdness. Um, yeah. Some sort of sacrifice. Uh, some weird other monsters wandering around. At some point, they were showing off a, uh, um, what looked to be a... Uh, almost like a fire mm-hmm. something shambling toward them um yes yeah it's, it's kind of weird um, so yeah, it, a lot of it, cool definitely in, shit going on interesting game if you're into that like um like survival mystery mm-hmm. kind of thing so mm-hmm. and and th- i mean there's a lot of things that kind of take from that uh like uh, there's not a lot of games that are set in like siberia someplace yeah. where it's like super cold and it is a survival type game too i see warmth uh stamina um mm-hmm. sanity so you kind of lose your shit and maybe that's why they're seeing those weird oh uh, yeah orbs yeah, or true. creatures or whatever mm-hmm. so a lot of status effects and a lot of different things um but yeah uh that one is distrust you can grab that one on steam but cool. Um, next yeah. up is uh, F1 2017. Um, that one is, of course, coming to PS4 and Xbox One uh, by Codemasters. It's your standard. Uh, I think I think they do these yearly F1 racing games. Mm, um, I'm not sure I'm how not sure, successful the F1 franchise is. To, if they can pull off one a year. Yeah, I, I swear I've heard F1. Like I know I've played an F1 game before. I, I um, think there was a 2015. Okay. Um, yeah, but I'm just not sure how frequent they are. But uh, graphically, um, looks pretty good. I wouldn't compare it to anything like uh, like Forza, but mm-hmm. um, it looks pretty good. And uh, you know, if you're really into that that Formula One uh, racing, circuit racing, mm-hmm. um, could be a good time. Uh, that one came out the 25th. Yep. As well, uh, launching the 25th. Yeah. Madden NFL 18. And speaking of yearly, it's inevitable. Of yearly. You know it's coming. Yep. Uh, PS, yes, PS4, Xbox One. Um, yep. The story mode, the long shot, actually, um, I, I remember watching this when it came out on, uh, it was like E3 when they were talking about mm-hmm. it. This one I probably, because I don't pay attention to the Madden. It's just like, oh, it's you know another football game. Um, right. But they were actually showing some solid story. So that's interesting. I, I kind of like that. Um, done on the it's done on the Frostbite engine, uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. But uh, yeah, it a little bit reminds me of playing like Tony Hawk Underground, because you kind of start as um, you kind of like work your way up, and it's not like you can work your way up through like college into NFL. They haven't apparently bridged that gap yet. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, you you know you start. Uh, you start at uh, like the lower ranks, maybe on the practice squad or whatever, and then mm-hmm. uh, like I imagine like whatever player gets hurt, and then you go, you know, you're the replacement. Uh, yeah, it's it's got some, um, it's got more like the background of like what's going on with your characters, uh, you know, their life and like parentage, and you have a like a good friend who is. I don't know, probably a lineman or something. I don't know anything about football. But, you know, you have your friend from college that was whatever, and then it kind of, like, tests your 
institutional knowledge of like how the game is played. So it's it asks you certain questions that just to like figure out where you're at as a player. Mm-hmm. And the uh, like the the character that you're playing as has been out of the game for a few years since college. So that's how they like explain it. And it's it's from what I've heard, it's like almost all story. Well, apparently early on, um, you get to play like a high school game, mm-hmm. and then you get picked up by a recruiter. So it kind of skips over that college. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that really college cool. thing, but it, it's kind of interesting to see that they're, um, you know, with any luck, if this does well and the story is kind of a hit, hopefully they take note of that and they're like, man, maybe we should take, you know, two years to produce maybe, this next game. Maybe we should and, take that story seriously. Yeah, and take the story yeah. a little seriously and, um, and and make it make it interesting. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, some new mechanics. Like, uh... Uh, Patrick Klepek, who is currently at um, Waypoint, but you know he's done a lot of uh, video game reviews, freelance and with other companies. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually said like he wants to see the long shot mode taken out of the game, made its own game, and sold for twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. So, why not? I mean, like that's pretty. I mean, that's that's pretty high praise, I think, especially yeah. for sports game uh, story mode. You know. Yeah. No doubt. So, um, yeah, that's, that's interesting. And, you know, that's something we've talked about in the past. Like Madden is something that I I really want to see it. Uh, you know, I, I know some people that actually work at, you know, Tiburon and with EA sports and everything that work on these games. Um, I want to see them innovate. I want to see them get ahead because I think this yearly thing just goes on to ultimately kill a game and it'll kill that studio because those studios are designed to make those one games. I mean, we're watching this kind of happen with, um, Call of Duty. They might regain this year but their last couple of years have been rough yeah and uh, yeah we've seen and, it happen with assassin's creed i mean yeah I, I think uh and the the game is kind of out of their hands at this point the people who are working on the game it's not right. in their hands anymore it's not right. they don't have the choice of like okay let's innovate they, it, they really probably haven't for a long time i mean yeah. like sneaking in this story mode was probably a challenge yeah it, this was probably a hard sell yeah so, so it, um, it, it, I'm really glad that it's. It sounds like it's turned out really good, and I, I hope that we get to see more stuff like that in the future. Yeah, you. So you Madden guys, you know, get up there and make sure that you're singing the yeah, praises. This and, up. Yeah, make sure it's good. So I mean, you might not get a shot like this again for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> All right. Um, yeah. Moving on to uh, these are releases from the 29th. So this will be um, the day after the podcast comes out. The last. Uh, Tuesday normal release day of August. Um, okay. So yeah, we're going to, I mean, these are in alphabetical order pretty much, so we're going to start with Absolver uh, PS4 PC. That is a game, confusingly from Devolver Digital, Devolver is releasing Absolver. Devolver uh, is releasing Absolver. That's, yes. Okay. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, They're so it's a... like a, uh, it's it's very, I like the uh, style of it. I like, it's it's like very fashionable. I kind of, it's, it's again kind of got the not quite ultra realistic graphics, a little cartoony, but not like you know, it's not like a joke. It's not comedic or anything. It's uh, still it still has a really good look to it, and you know, it feels real even if it doesn't mm-hmm. look real. Kind of like a Pixar movie, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh, uh, kind of a online brawler. Um, I don't know what I would compare it to. It's not like a fighting game. It's not like Tekken or anything. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, more. It looks like it's more like a uh, 
kind of like an adventure combat game, like an mm-hmm. adventure fighter. Um, yeah. It reminds me of playing, um, um, what was it? it was, there was a Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks, uh, where yes. you played yes. as uh, Kung Lao and Liu Kang, mm-hmm. and you kind of just work your way through fighting. Yeah, it looks a lot like yeah. that. Yeah, and um, um, it, it looks really cool. The the um, just graphical style is mm-hmm. uh, very. It's like it, it's real, but you can still see the brush strokes. Right, kind of. Right. So that, it, that's kind of cool. Um, you can uh, looks like you can uh, combine and you know set up your preferred attack style if you like doing certain moves you can kind of key those in so you know you can work them into your um work them into your battle so if you like Mm -hmm. doing a certain like kick or overhead attack or whatever you can make that happen um so it's kind of customizable in that it's like it, it doesn't have a distinct uh like cultural reference like we have characters wearing like ponchos we have people with masks they kind of have the like kind of extremely wide brimmed triangular like Chinese style hats. Yeah, I mean, there's dudes they've with got top knots. robes. They've got top knots. They've got. Uh, I mean, it's all over the place. And I I really like the. Uh, I don't know. I guess the world that they're in is super interesting. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of masks, and I like that. I'm I'm generally into masks. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's an interesting game. Uh, Absolver. Um, again, that one PS4 PC. Uh, being produced by Devolver Digital. Yep. Um, for a rare showing for us, uh, 3DS game, Call Decept Ooh. Revolt. Um, it's the 20th anniversary of when the uh, Call Decept series started. Uh, this is all through Nintendo, of course. Um, it's been described as a card game meets board game. Um, it's strategy. It's uh, a little bit role-playing. Um yeah, it looks it's it's kind of interesting. I mean, I like uh, I know like puzzle RPG type stuff is good. I liked the Puzzle Quest games, and right. it looks like it has a little bit of that. It's also got the card building thing, so you know I think that'll hit with the current market. There's a, I mean, card builders are huge you know, right now. Yeah, you go on the App Store and like randomly scroll to any given page. There's four or five card games on you know visible. So that's um, pretty interesting. It's got a from what I've heard, it's got a pretty cool story. It kind of um, reminds me of um, it was one of the like I don't know if it was Ogre Battles. Yeah, Tactics Ogre. Yeah, Tactics Ogre. Yeah, yeah. that was kind of has favorites. that kind of has that feel. It I was that saying it's real style. late. Yeah, real late playing that one. That was a good time as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Omiya <laughs> Soft. Um, it might. I, I mean, I'd be willing to bet that it has some people that worked on those. Yeah, I mean. When you usually see influence like that, there's definitely a chance, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah, so I mean that's kind of cool, I, and you know, it's. Uh, I mean, I tend to bash on Nintendo. I think I'm the main perpetrator of that, but <laughs> I'm glad to see some like cool stuff showing up on uh, 3ds and Switch. Uh, we're gonna have a hot Switch title coming up later, but um, Hey-oh. you know, uh, it's like. I do want to see these systems succeed, and I like to see cool games come out on anything. I don't really care where it is. Where it is. So, um, mm-hmm. that, that looks pretty interesting. For sure. And a 20th okay. anniversary is nothing to scoff at. Yeah. Uh, and that one is, like we said, for 3DS. Yep. Cool. Uh, moving Damn, I wish they had an English trailer <laughs> so I can understand <laughs> any of this. 
Moving right along, we have Everybody's Golf, which is a PS4 exclusive uh, done by Japan Studio Clap Hans mm-hmm. Limited. Um, it's um, it's it's Sony's golfing game. New, uh, new uh, Hot Shots Golf? Yeah. Uh, God it's damn got it. that style a little I wish, bit. I wish it was Hot Shots Golf. But it is. It is. It has that look, but it's not Hot Shots. It, it's those it not, companies, uh, right? It wasn't that uh, Studio Japan? Uh, yeah, I think it was Studio Japan. Or Japan Studio, sorry. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I want the name to be there, and I want the weirdness to be there. Mm-hmm. Like Everybody's the, Hot Shots Golf. The, the style's kind of there. But a little it's bit. Not, it's not all the way. It doesn't uh-huh. doesn't fit that bill fully. Um, right. And I think that was, what, the last game that we ever saw Gex in, right? That was the joke that we used mm. to make. Jesus. He was a, like... Random he's gonna come back one of these days. And we'll he's going to. He's he's owned by Crystal Dynamics, so it's yeah. it's possible. But yeah, uh, everybody's golf looks like that standard. I mean, I, I bet it plays exactly like you would imagine, uh, like Hot Shots Golf to play. Um, mm-hmm. And if you are into golf games or you're into those older, like corny golf games, I think this would uh, this is gonna do well with those. You know, you don't even have to be a fan of golf to play a, a game like uh, Hot Shots or every, or Everybody's Golf. Yeah. Um, There's been a lot of, like, kind of cool, mechanically inclined golf games, like, yeah. within the last couple of years. There was that, what was it, the 30-foot... Uh, oh, yeah. The 30-foot giant mech golfing or something? Yeah, what was that called, like... Um, or something like that. And then there was a... Uh, like, thousand-foot golf or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it was something like that. And then there was uh, there was another game that was all about the physics, and you just, like, destroyed rooms with a golf mechanic. Huh. Uh, there's been, like, golf games are hot lately. Yeah. Uh, by lately, I mean, you know, a stretch of time, so not just within the past couple months, but... And uh, the... It's really cool. The environments here are nothing to scoff at. They look yeah. pretty well done. The character models are certainly something to scoff at, but the environments are really cool looking. Well, the character model... It's just so they can get away with some cool animations. Yeah, the character model yeah. itself isn't bad, but the facial model is very yeah, much Nintendo Me. Yes. So... I wish Miis looked like this on the Switch. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd actually be... It'd be a huge games. upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> but right, cool. I'm going to let you uh, take this next one, because I know something you're excited about. Sure. Um, but yeah, that's uh, Everybody's Golf for PS4. Alright. Up next, something that I've been very interested in. Um, it is uh, Hello Neighbor dropping for uh, PC. You can get it on Steam as well. Uh, Xbox One. Um, tiny build and dynamic pixel. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's a very interesting game where something weird is happening at your neighbor's house. You know something weird's happening there, and you're the nosy neighbor that's going to mm-hmm. figure out what. So, you know, you're, <laughs> you you kind of do the, like, oh, I'm bringing over the, you know, casserole to see if you're weird. Um, yep. And, uh, yeah, you just kind of, kind of mess with the guy a little bit. You're kind of almost like the, like the prankster. Mm-hmm kid next door neighbor that's trying to figure out what's going on and i i I don't remember is the house randomly generated um i'm not it it certainly looks like it is in this trailer we're watching right um i think 
like the the house is generated once, and I think there's some like very hard and fast rules on how the house will be generated. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So it's a little more, you know, it's a little more controlled than just like oh, it's completely random. But right. it's still not, uh, you know, it's not No Man's Sky, but it's got a little more control under it. Yeah, but the point is, you go over there and you, you know, start digging around, looking around a little bit, and uh, you start to find, you know, things are kind of weird. Like, there's some locked doors, um, there's, um, like, some deadbolt locks, and this guy, if he finds you, uh, he chases you Mm -hmm. real good. And And he, like, he'll do some really creative stuff, like we saw in the trailer, he, like, busted out a window because you were ahead of him and then you have to kind of break back into the house to go through it to escape him yeah and even weirder things happen um when you're on the escape um you'll be like running in one direction and when you turn around and go back down this hallway that you've already been down you'll find that everything is piled up in the doorway and there's no escape Mm -hmm. from that direction because he knows that you've already went that way and that's what the ai kind of does um it follows your pattern of where you know, you've went. So if you go one direction, or if you go into the house and he knows that you ran into the house and then ran to the left and then the right, and you went into this room and you locked the door and then you hid in the closet and he catches you. Um, next time you go to hide in that closet, it might be locked or it might be moved or, uh, you know, it might not be there at all. Mm-hmm. Windows will be boarded up. So you can't go that way anymore. And, uh, it, it's just, uh, the AI just kind of learns from you. Mm-hmm. So, That's really and then, cool. And then if he catches you, um, you're pretty well fucked because he buries you alive. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, you witness that happening to you. Yeah, you wake up and you just... Yeah. yeah. So, um, super interesting, creepy game uh, done very well. So, yeah, I, I yes. highly recommend go check out uh, a video uh, for Hello Neighbor. Um, I think we've ran a few things over on the... Uh, MGI Facebook on it. It's mm-hmm. yeah, I've been I've been stoked for it for a while. So and that that this trailer, um, the Hello Neighbor announcement trailer is just awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, they basically give you almost a complete rundown of what it's what it's like uh-huh. to you know play through a round of this. But uh, yeah, uh, Hello Neighbor as well as all these other games that are coming up and mm-hmm. uh, all the way back to Absolver coming out august 29th right uh yeah so well you um, take the next one this next game something that i really wish i wasn't excited about same if you watched (laughs) our if you watched our ubisoft play of uh uh, our ubisoft uh watch along for e3 um all of us were really bummed that we were excited for this game (laughs) there was mario in the room uh yeah it's mario plus rabbids kingdom battle for the switch uh god I just like <laughs> it's it's Mario and Rabbids XCOM. Like what what are you what doing? I mean, why is that fun? Is why, the question. But it is. Who thought of it? Why is it fun? Why does it look so good? There's well, a lot of questions. Man, I really feel like Nintendo thought of it. I feel like this is a Nintendo game because it's 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 almost too weird to be a Ubisoft game. I, I mean, Ubisoft's pretty weird, but this. It's, I mean, who Nintendo is known for, this to who? Nintendo is known for making games that nobody wanted. That's true. And this is definitely one of those games, but not in the bad way. Right. I mean, it's just something that, like, I would never 
specifically go out of my way to ask for this. Right. But I don't think now that it does. exists, I kind of have to get it. Like, if you went out of your way to ask for this, I feel like it would fall along the lines of, but can we I mean, do it with anyone? <laughs> like, can we do this with anyone but rabbits? Like, who else do we got besides rabbits that, like, can we do this with the characters from PlayStation All-Stars? Like, or, mm-hmm. like, yeah, exactly. literally anyone else? Um, but exactly. rabbits it is. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's uh, basically XCOM where, you know, you use your, you run from cover to cover and you hide behind it to get a tactical advantage over your enemies um, using your allies to... Um, flank or get a better position by jumping off of them uh yeah it's it's such a it's such a kooky game um where you comprise your team of mario characters you know mario luigi yoshi uh, and then rabbits who could be dressed as mario luigi yoshi <laughs> um and all those that can be confusing quick i bet yeah uh but you could comprise your entire team of rabbits your entire team i imagine of nintendo characters so mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're not a fan of Ravage, like we all said, we're just probably going to make a Nintendo team and, yeah. uh, and roll with it. So yeah, uh, Mario's plus Ravage kingdom battle, uh, coming out for the switch Tuesday. Um, yeah. And then after that, um, we have another, uh, kind of console release for something that's been out on pc for a while uh coming to ps4 and xbox one pillars of eternity complete um so this is the old school isometric rpg kind of in the vein of uh baldur's gate um you know icewind dale neverwinter those games mm-hmm. um so this this came from uh, obsidian published by paradox this was a very successful kickstarter um and then there's two uh two rather large expansions included in this and uh so those are all coming to console i'm not sure if the original game was on console and then this is the complete edition or if this is the first time it's on console because i think i heard about it coming before but that could have been a different game yeah i I can't i i can't recall um i feel like it was i feel like pillars of eternity was i think just the first game was and then there was like no expansions released so yeah this is the only way to get those expansions as far as i know um i mean either way it's a good is it's this a physical end. release or is it? Uh, yeah, it's physical and physical digital. and digital. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, I just can't play those style of games. I actually bought um, the uh, the first uh, Baldur's Gate finally when that mm-hmm. got uh, kind of HD remade, and yeah. uh, it's just not my style. Like I just can't play in that fashion. Um, and long time listeners will know that I actually love the Dark Alliance Baldur's Gate games. Mm-hmm. So I honestly can't tell you what the difference is. I guess I just want to play that Diablo style and not the isometric RPG style. Like it's uh, I don't know. I just wasn't trained to play that way, and I can't go back now because it. I mean, it does feel like yeah. that era. So if those it, are your games, if you were really into that style, this is for you, hundred percent. Yeah, but it's kind of like you weren't. It's very hard to learn how to play it. It's one of those things like now you can't unsee it. Right. Exactly. Like you, you can't unlearn it. So. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I just can't, I I mean, I just can't move back to that old style, but, I mean, I'm really into everything I've heard about it, like, the story is amazing, I know a lot of people who have played it, a lot of my friends were really into it, so, um, it was all people that was into Baldur's Gate. Yeah, I mean, so that's cool, you know, if you were into Baldur's Gate, possibly if you're even into, like, Champions or whatever, um, yeah, check out Pillars of Eternity, Complete Edition, come out for PS4, and Xbox One. Somebody needs to make me 
a Dark Alliance 1 and 2 and a Champions 1 and 2. Complete mm-hmm. HD re-res. I, not even on HD, I'll take it at all. I, I just, I, I want someone to pick up the franchise and just keep going with it, you know? I'll do it. It'd be great. Okay. Yeah. Next game coming out, another console release. PS4 and Xbox One, uh, Readout. And that's by 34 Big Things. That's uh, like kind of a, um, I don't know what all games you'd compare this to, but it's like a kind of traditional, like, on-rails, uh, like, track racer. Yeah, it's. Uh, I would say it's probably closest to like Wipeout. Uh, F Zero ish. F Zero Wipeout HD. Yeah, stuff uh-huh, like yeah, that. Yeah, Wipeout HD. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I think it's the group that made Wipeout. I'm not sure. Probably, yeah. But it's a. Uh, it's got a really cool look. I mean, the graphics are right up there. The track. I mean, it, it has that really fast, like tight control feel. Kind of looks mm-hmm. like. Uh, makes me feel. Uh, Star Wars Pod Racer. Yeah, I feel like you're controlling a Pod Racer. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love that. So that's if we can cool. throw in uh, if we can throw in some naked Jar Jar Binks, I'm all over it. <laughs> or but, uh, uh, yeah, looks or cool. or just skin the whole thing with Tim Allen and make mm-hmm. all the sound effects. As <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> that would be fantastic. No, if we can but get Doom too with that, or the most recent Doom with that. I'll yeah, that's fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Whoever uh, wants, that's fifty bucks. But yeah, that um, you know, if you you know if you are into uh, Wipeout or Pod Racer type games, um, I mean, there's a ton of these. There used to be a ton of these out there. So yeah. you know, it, it, it's a good uh, feels a like a good a, chunk, a little bit of good, a callback, good chunk of nostalgia to play mm-hmm. it. And with uh, with updated controls and yeah, it, it, it'll feel like uh, you know if you are into these kind of games, it'll feel like a coming home kind of. Yep. So actually, this is also reminding me. Uh, there was one of those built in in the mini game in uh, Knights of the Old Republic. It was like a little pod racer type thing. Hmm. Yeah, I don't uh, remember that. Yeah, you have to you have to win the the race. It's it's in the undercity of uh, the first planet you're on. You have to win a race to get uh, Bastila Shan freed. Damn, that's a good. I'm about to go play through that again. Yeah. Damn it. Shit. Every game just reminding us of other stuff. <sighs> Yes. Speaking of, but cool. What was that? Was that um, flashbacks? Yeah, that was uh, re- readout. Readout uh, or readout? I thought it was. It, sure I thought it was readout. Yeah. Well, readout. A readout with a B, like doubting. Uh, that's a type of road, like a maneuver. So oh. that would make sense if they were going for that. But readout, readout also makes sense because they're, if you're red shifting, it's like extremely fast speed. I'm not sure. Interesting. Okay. There could be six or seven puns in that. I'm not anywhere near high enough level. Brown out. Brown out. Uh, it could be the brown sound. Uh, or what is that? The brown tone? The brown note? The brown note. That's it. Yeah, that's oh. the one. You just made all six of our listeners shit their pants. All <laughs> six of our subscribers. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Uh, okay, so yeah, continuing with the full-on nostalgia trip. Uh, and actually, a game that we complained about the ad of, I believe, just last week. Just last week. Uh, Warriors All-Stars. This is Dynasty Warriors. What else could it be? PS4, PC, yeah. coming from Koei Tecmo. Uh, this is also releasing on the 29th, along with everything else, pretty much in this whole section. Um, I mean, it, it's got some uh, It's got some famous uh, Koei Tecmo characters. Yep. Uh, we're seeing some... My fursona, weird fox man, um, uh, all kinds of weird shit going on. We got slimes, we got ninjas, we got Gaidens. We have uh, the character from Neo. I, oh, I can't sure. remember his name. 
Probably Neo. <laughs> Is it Neo? It's Keanu Reeves. No idea. But I, the, I don't yeah. remember his name. I, I never picked up the game. I wanted to, but I, I just never There's did. There's a beta. Or a, a free demo, I mean. I played the shit out of the... Yeah. Out of the oh, early uh, betas and stuff. But. Yeah, it looks like they have some characters from... Uh, there was a spin-off series. It was like Samurai Legends or something like that. Mm-hmm. That was just... It was very clearly dinosaurs with different characters. Damn, yeah. those boob physics. Shit! Uh-huh. Um, I believe they so were yeah, called Jiggle Physics. Jizzle? What? <laughs> it's really hard to say with a list. <laughs> I would say... That's fine. Uh, but yeah, so it's, I mean, it's essentially Dynasty Warriors with a whole bunch of additional characters added to it. So if you like to kill, like, 726 people at once, this is the game for you. This is the game for you. It's mm-hmm. PlayStation All-Stars Dynasty Edition. Yes. So, uh, uh that's, uh, I, I, don't, I honestly don't know how those games keep going. I don't know. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, okay. And, uh, yeah, so actually, we got some, like, we got two or three themes underlying a lot of these games going on. This next mm-hmm. game is a uh, coming out on the same day as Mario and Rabbids. XCOM 2 Major Expansion, <laughs> War of the Chosen. And it's quite literally the same game. It's like essentially gameplay. the same concept. It's, it's <laughs> the mean, same. They just swap skins. They use the same animation. Yeah, and it's a character. full skin swap, essentially. I mean, instead of Princess Peach, you have like weird snake dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, basically... Uh, this is taking that XCOM 2 formula that is... What was that? Like, Last Holiday that came out? Or was that earlier yeah. than that? No, I think it was Last Holiday, um, right? It was... Or maybe, maybe last uh, kind of early fall, I think. Yeah, it was It was just like... Um, it was just before, like, Black Friday and stuff, I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, so, yeah, this game... Uh, essentially, you know, in XCOM 2, uh, you are the invading force. You're, like, rebels to the already established alien government. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's assuming that your your commander lost in XCOM 1. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And by 1, I mean, you know, the remake, the recent XCOM game. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so it's really cool. Like, you're, you're this little freedom fighter force. And basically there are three, like, um, kind of gangs or, like, clans or whatever you want to call them. Um, these three groups that are doing resistance their own way. And... Uh, like, one of them is spliced with alien DNA for special powers. One of them is doing this psionic shit. And one of them just has insanely good, like, advanced weaponry. So, um, you know, you can choose one and really specialize. Or you can go after all three and just get those roundabout and lock down all those powers. Um, hmm. It seems really interesting. And, like, the, the groups at first will kind of fight you because they don't think you're good enough for them. And, uh, I mean, there's aliens right there that we can go fight, so I don't really know what you guys are up to, but, <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's it's pretty cool conceit, and it's adding all new, uh, you know, tactical options and everything. That's what these games are all about. Um, yeah. So, that, that's pretty cool. It's coming out of everything, and it's on. So, uh, yeah, PC, and, uh, PS4, Xbox, One. So, it, so, you know, the 29th's an interesting day. It depends, really, what yeah, console you have, but if you want to, uh, to play that tactical... Uh, type of game uh, do you want to play it uh, you know killing aliens or beating up other rabbits dressed as characters that you are mm-hmm. already familiar with it, it's yep. it's almost like there's, there's a I mean, kids really version the and a, there's a kids yeah. version and then the adult version but the kids version appeals to the adult and mm-hmm. the adult version appeals to the kids probably probably well I mean like like Shrek 
it seems cute at the time, but then when you realize what's really happening, you're disgusted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God fucking kill me and all these rabbits. All right, we have two more for uh, for this two week thing that we've been or th- that we're trying to we're trying to go through to uh, mm. catch everyone up. Um, yeah. And I, I'm gonna butcher the second name, but uh-huh. Yakuza Kwame. Uh, something. Something like that. K- Kwame. Uh, it means Kwame? extreme. Okay, Yakuza so extreme, which. Yeah. Is uh, done by Sega for PS4. Um, it is a full HD remake of the first Yakuza game. Yeah, and uh, all you new know, fun. Yeah, remake is uh, kind of iffy on this one. I mean, they they did have to redo. Um, I mean, you know, typically HD uh, these HD re-releases are you know we put new uh, you know textures on everything basically. Right. And uh, in this, they had to make new animations. I mean, they had to do a lot to just catch up to the technology. Um, this, again, is on a anniversary. I'm not sure how long it is, but, you know, the original game, the first uh, Yakuza, I think, was like 2003, 2004, 2005, something like that. So, um, you know, they've, they've got some room to catch up on. Um, so it, they've, they've, they've done a lot more than just put some shiny new textures on there. I mean... Uh, yeah. They, they also added a lot of new features that kind of ended up on the cutting room floor in this first game. Uh, so uh, yeah, it looks it seems like, like a good way, good place to dive in. Yeah, they've done some good stuff. Um, and it's not—I mean, the Yakuza games—they're definitely a—they're definitely a good time if you've ever played one. Mm-hmm. Um, It's—they're definitely not boring by any means. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, this would be a good spot to jump in if you've never played one before. So. Yeah, and in fact, um, they uh, this also this year earlier this year they released Yakuza Zero. I don't know how a company's got you know this amount of workforce to be pumping these games out like this, but uh, there's also a rumor that there's going to be a Yakuza Kiwami Two uh, of you know basically HD of Yakuza Two. So um, hmm. you know they're they're just pumping this stuff out, and I'm good on them, you know. No doubt. Uh, yeah, Yakuza Zero was a prequel to One, and it's actually their newest game uh, as far as like new assets go. Uh, you know, fully new game. So this one is, you know, they did the new art. They added in some mini game stuff. They added in some fighting game, weird, sexy Japanese stuff. Very typical. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like, um, you know, if you played Yakuza Zero and you liked it, if you've always been interested in Yakuza but you didn't want to jump in at a weird time, uh, this is number one, baby. Yep. Uh, basically Yakuza HD uh, uh, edition. Yeah, HD yeah. Plus just comes out. <laughs> Director's cut uh, yeah, yeah. for PS4. Put it. Yep. Coming out Tuesday. Um, and then finally, oh boy, you see? At the beginning I said it was alphabetical. I shouldn't have never said it. it it's uh, final game on the list here, Life one. is Strange. Um, so Life is Strange Before the Storm. Uh, it's a prequel. It's This one's just going to have uh, three episodes. And I think yeah. it's uh, I think it's like thirteen bucks just to get the season pass. You save a couple dollars. I think they're five each, so you save like two bucks. Um, I mean, not that's, bad at all. You know, nothing major, but usually you only save about a dollar per game, so um, that's not you really breaking from the norm for a season pass. Yeah, um, and it's actually a different company. It's not Don't Nod, because Don't Nod is still working on uh, Life is Strange Two. They mm-hmm. had to switch a voice actor. That's not great. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, you got to work with what you got. You know, it's, uh, 
I don't know if I said it already, PS4, Xbox One, PC. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it, it uh, it's looking pretty cool. I mean, it's the background of like the most interesting characters, as far as I'm concerned, from the first game. So okay. um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something I'm going to pick up. I don't know if I'm going to hit it day one, because I, I tend to have an issue with um, episodic games. If they don't all come out, then I just play episode one, and then I forget about it for a year and a half. Yep, that's what happens so, to me too. Uh, I'm going to have to just chill out and wait for all those to hit, but... Uh, from what I've heard, these guys have a pretty good release schedule in mind. It's not going to be like game one comes out and then episode two comes out in three months and then episode three comes out in eight months after that and then episode four comes out before episode three and all kinds of weird shit. Like, yeah. Uh, it sounds like they know what they're doing and it's it's well scheduled and they know where they're going with it and they're not experimenting or anything. They're you know they're just releasing it in the format of the first game. So. Um, yeah, I mean, while you know, while we're on that, you know, before we, uh, you know, push any further, we were talking mm-hmm. about Don't Nod, and uh, you know, right yeah. before the podcast kicked off, and how they're an interesting, uh, just how they're an interesting company. Yeah, like they're you know they they came to the table right away with Remember Me, which was mm-hmm. an end of uh, generation game produced by Capcom, yeah. and. Uh, Capcom, like I said uh, before, Capcom always does that. They did that on PS2 with uh, God Hand, PS3 with uh, Remember Me. And, it, you know, it, it's a fun game that people just generally never get to play. And that was, you know, Don't Nod's first big game. And then um, then they came to the table with uh, uh, Life is Strange, Life is Strange yep. 2. And right now they're also working on Vamp- uh, Vampire, which is a game yeah. by... Uh, uh, Focus Home Interactive mm-hmm. is producing that and, one. And uh, actually, they are. Um, I'm just making sure this isn't something that we have up ahead, and it's not. There's a from from what everybody's heard, they're actually working with uh, Bandai Namco on a new IP, and uh, that's going to actually be announced uh, sometime 2018, probably early 2018. Yeah. So, so these um, guys, this, these guys are busy. They're doing a lot. French company. Um, yeah. But yeah, super interesting. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan. I have to say. Um, yeah, the more know, I, it's the more I see, the more I'm just like, yep, this yeah. is and this is my thing. It looks like uh, Vampire is still scheduled to come out um, in November of this year. So yeah. I mean, it it might kind of get lost in there because I mean, God, I mean November, so, so many <laughs> like you know, silver, gold, and diamond tier games coming out. I don't know that it's going to be able to really identify itself because it it's had some pretty weak showings i think um it just comes off as like a little too self-serious i think but uh i mean i'm still excited for it i'm not sure but this this trailer at the end said this game comes out august 31st episode one of three out august 31st that ain't good maybe Uh it's uh it'll become purchasable um yeah that's weird yeah huh so keep an eye on yeah, that one. Sure. This one could be coming out August uh, August thirty first rather than August twenty. It might maybe it'll let you install on the 29th. Yeah, and just not play. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not. That's weird. I'm not sure. It might have been moved forward. It shouldn't have been. Hmm. Oh well. So maybe that's why it was at the end of the list. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> that might have been my bad. <laughs> but yeah, that is um, pretty much everything. Games released between. Uh, August 21st and September 3rd. Yeah, something like yeah. that. So, uh, that, that, like I said, that was we, like we said before, much bigger window that was two weeks um, mm-hmm. worth of games. As always, 
there's probably a few that we missed. Let us know uh, at Twitter or on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. or drop us a mm-hmm. line facebookcom backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Um, and, uh, and and you know if you toss us one of those games you think we should have mentioned, uh, you know we'll throw it on next week. Let people know that uh, we're dumb and we suck and we missed it. So yeah. Let's right. just get right into the weekly news. Um, the week, it's 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 Gamescom week. Gamescom 2017 kicked off 22nd. Um, and if you're watching this live, it still has one more day. It ends on the 26th. Um, there was a ton of things that were talked about. Tons of cool things that have just went mm-hmm. down. So uh, if you needed your news this is kind of the place um if you'd like to see the videos you'll listen to this podcast head over to um twitch.tv backslash mammoth games inc and check out our uh mammoth games cast folder you can watch all the videos right along with us uh, Mm -hmm. and listen to it live um but we'll do our best to explain kind of what's going on since this is kind of a video heavy uh edition i feel like so um up first is showing off a game that we talked about being leaked last podcast. Um, it was mm-hmm. closer to the end of it. Um, uh, a game by THQ Nordic called Biomian. I've actually uh, gotten quite. Uh, I've gotten quite excited for Biomian after seeing the gameplay. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how much gameplay you've actually gotten to see of it. Um, I haven't seen much. I've just kind of like checked out a little bit. I don't think I've watched the trailer straight through. But uh, yeah. I've, I've caught bits and pieces here and there. Yeah, I, I, I sat here and just watched everything that I could. I watched the announcement trailer and then uh, this 11 minutes of Biomutant gameplay uh, mm. from IGN. You know, IGN kind of had their hands in literally everything that was happening at Gamescom. So, you know, there's a ton. Yeah, there's a ton of good stuff coming from them. You'll see probably a little bit, bit of it here and there from us. Um, we are currently watching the tutorial, uh, I believe, of Biomian, and he's kind of picking um, what direction he wants to go, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's teaching him things along the way. So you're kind of building your character by picking. You want to go left or right? Was mm-hmm. the like if you go right? Was the right the right path, or do you think that that doesn't matter, or do you think you know would you like to go back? Would you know, choosing again, would you make the same choice? And uh, and, and and that kind of um, sets the tone of your character, I believe, in the beginning. And, of course, you build your character. Um, if you're kind of a more husky uh, mutant, then you're going to have more health. Um, mm-hmm. If you're thinner, you're going to have less health, but you're going to be faster. So, um, you know, that that's pretty interesting. And that part right there, um, mm-hmm. he was... Uh, he, you know, he had his he had his sword, and he was fighting this much bigger mutant. And when it came down with its axe, he just chopped. Or it came down with his uh, club. He just cleaved the club right in half with his sword. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's super interesting. Um, and this game, if you haven't heard or seen anything about it, it's kind of like if Jack and Dexter had a baby with Devil May Cry. That's a good description. Guns and swords. Um, oh yeah, and that baby was born in the world of Horizon Zero Dawn or enslaved. Or, yeah, kind of somewhere in between there, and like as uh, almost post-apocalyptic. Uh, yeah, 
like, like over it's, it's like a little bit during the apocalypse but like toward the tail end of it yeah and one thing that i love is that you know when you're showing off when they're showing off gameplay um and your character is in there and you know attacking with this sword sometimes you'll see it say like uh, smack or wham or yep. you know different Georgia. things like that and i'm like obviously the disclaimer for watching the video is this was taken a while back they were preparing for this um so this was an earlier build the animations do still look kind of rough a little bit mm, yeah uh so i i imagine that when you they're know, a little too convenient within a lot of ways like you can just tell they're missing some interstitial stuff yeah and and it's it's little things but mm -hmm. i think when the full game releases we're gonna see something a little bit more uh a little bit more polished but uh yeah yeah super uh Super interesting game that kind of marries that fun of Devil May Cry, where you'd have the you know the gun and the sword play together. Mm -hmm. um, stylish, yeah, it's sty yeah, stylish with uh, kind of the fun of something like Ratchet and Clank or Jack and Dexter or mm -hmm. whatever in a world that you know pretty much every gamer is kind of a fan of. Everyone likes a nice post-apocalyptic take on something usually so I, I think uh i think this game will do well i'm definitely keeping my eye on it i'm glad we got to see yeah. um some gameplay at gamescom because mm -hmm. the trailer that i had saw before was kind of um or it was just all cgi so okay yeah it's good to, i mean it's like putting gamescom is usually pretty good at that like e3 really likes to do trailers because e3 really is a marketing thing gamescom is a way to earn your pre-orders mm -hmm. um I, I think gamescom just kind of has a different mood um yeah so yeah, um yeah it's really cool but yeah th this was probably one of my so far um probably mm -hmm. one of my favorite things of show at gamescom and, yeah. th and that's yeah. just for me so um, go go look that up. Um, just YouTube, eleven minutes of Biomutants gameplay, you'll find it. Or just type in Biomutants, you'll find it. Um, go watch that video, and then if you uh, get a chance, you can always find us on Facebook. And mm -hmm. uh, we've posted about this a few times. Feel free to drop us a line. Let us know what you think. Yeah, and and uh, what was the company again that's working on this? THQ Nordic. THQ Nordic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. So, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I can kind of see a little bit of influence, but it, I mean, it's certainly something new for them so that's really cool yeah um I, I can't wait to see more of the rpg elements mm -hmm. uh you see the questions kind of in the beginning of the little tutorial um when you're building your character you see the health and the stats um mm -hmm. but i want to know what kind of what is going to like make those choices important yeah um, i'm gonna go ahead and yeah. skip ahead here in the gameplay um it's closer to the end they start showing off uh, it shows like almost like a little sizzle reel that has hmm. um, like the character walks out and he sees this open world vista and it is a it's a big open world shot um, and then you see a big three headed monster kind of crawling around under this uh, broken uh, like highway he's crawling around hmm. under it and then he breaks the highway oh, and wow. it just kind of shatters um, you see That's the really character. Cool running along a river's edge, even in the water. 
And possibly my favorite thing, even a winter area, um, and yeah, they show off winter sand, but possibly my favorite thing is he gets in this vehicle, and it's literally thing from the Adams family. It's a mechanical hand, <laughs> and it runs around, and it stops, and it flicks oh enemies, God. and then That's it'll amazing. turn on its side and point a, like a finger gun, and it'll just start blasting people. <laughs> That's amazing. It's hilarious. So if you guys just want to uh, just want to see that, it's about at the uh, ten minute thirty second mark. Um, yeah, go go look this game up. On, uh, go look this game up. Um, I, I'm very interested to hear other people's thoughts. I've been asking my friends pretty much all week. Like, what do you think of this? Uh, pasty Pasty Pasta Man was kind of um, he was a little. Reluctant, he's like, oh, you know, I'll have to see more. It's kind of uh-huh. cool, but it's weird. Um, when I showed uh, our friend Grim, Grim Rupert Sage, um, his first thing was, what the fuck am I looking at? That's fair. And I was like, I, you know, that, that's pretty but much that's it. But that's what I want when I'm looking at a new game, you know? Yeah. Like, it's it, it's quirky and different. So different is mm-hmm. kind of something that we need, I think, right now. Yes. Yes, I agree. So, right. yeah, moving um, right along. Well, going from different right back to what we know and love, uh, Overwatch released, uh, they actually had a new short uh, kind of focusing on May, which is pretty cool. Um, I know they've, I mean, their shorts are uh, just an amazing, you know, character building um, kind of tone setting, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, I really, like, the Bastion video was like, that's the Oscar for this year right there, you know? (laughs) Yeah, this... Uh, this May one is really no different. Like, I watched it, yeah. and I'm not a huge May fan. Like, I don't play mm-hmm. her a lot or whatever. Um, but this is an easy way to just love the character May. Mm-hmm. It's She's just such a, like, I, I, I don't want to, I, I want to say she's such a, like, empathetic person. Yeah. The, she's the like way super that they, genuine. The, yeah, she's very genuine, and uh, um, this short, uh, this animated short entitled "Rise and Shine," kind of goes over um, what happens to her in Antarctica, leading up to um, Overwatch, and you know she ends up uh, at this Echo Point or uh, this Echo Point location, and she's um, doing all this scientific research, and she mm. plans on going in, into I think hibernation for. Uh, one year, hmm. and then assessing the research after the hibernation, and stuff goes horribly wrong. So the rise and shine is literally her waking up and looking at this data and looking at the people that were with her and mm-hmm. figuring out what the next move is. Hmm. And um, she finds out things aren't the way they were when she went into hibernation. So it's, it, it's definitely um, has a little bit of everything. Um, she's a pretty comedic character. Uh, it's a cool look at a scientist rather than uh, somebody who's a yeah, fighter or built like, for war. Yeah. Like, but like really hardcore warriors. Um, right. So and she's, really cool. she's not at all. She's, she's a scientist. She's a builder. Um, and, uh, yeah, she's definitely smarter than the Fifth other grade. ones combined. <laughs> All the other ones that we've had trailers for. Nice. Um, yeah, she she kind of makes her plan and sticks to it. So 
That's cool. Um, I, it, I, it's, like, it's a great animated short. I really, I really hope it. that Blizzard is gearing up to make an Overwatch movie. I mean, yeah. I Can mean, you imagine? Blizzard, Blizzard did a second thing at Gamescom that we had that we, I didn't put a trailer on here for, but mm-hmm. it's for Hearthstone showing off a new character. I'm not sure. Um, well, yeah, Hearthstone's works. getting ready for a new expansion. Um, is it like a new hero? I don't know, but I know it's a uh, it, it's it's a young girl that's stumbling to the forest. She finds the Hearthstone book or whatever, um, huh. and uh, she picks up the book and she's immediately transported to a tavern. Hmm. And it's a Disney musical wow. at the end of it. Like they're all Shit, singing, I'm check that out. and it's um, yeah, it's actually incredible. And I'm like, damn, dude, like it. I've watched the Overwatch ones, but the way that they put that together and the musical number that they put in there is mm. showing that, you know, Blizzard could take a, a run at, you know, Pixar and DreamWorks and these guys putting out these yeah huge animated movies. And by connecting them to video games, you're immediately going to have a deeper connection than people just going to see a movie. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it's I mean, like I... looking at May here... Just watching this, how long is this video? Uh, just under 10 minutes. Yeah. Already a deeper connection than most um, like two-hour movies mm-hmm. that I watch. Especially Pixar, they, they do a really good job. So, I mean, I guess they're the exception. So that's why I'm saying it would be a, good comp- it would be a great competition for them. They just mm-hmm. do that where you know it takes two hours to build to that in a Pixar movie. They do that in 10 minutes. Yeah. So that's that's really interesting. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, uh, I don't think that um, I don't think that World of Warcraft movie did exactly what they were hoping. I mean, it it made it some was money. good. It got some attention. It was it was good for a video game movie. But I think mm-hmm. they have the ability to do good for good, like just a good movie. Yeah. They could and definitely... I think that I think that the Blizzard uh, certainly this this Overwatch animated short team needs to be able to just do their thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, I can like uh, they make they do great fight scenes, they do great character building, they do great environment, they do great world building, they do. I mean, it's just amazing. They apparently they do great musicals. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> so, they like, do. Let's it's... make a fucking movie, dude. And I think we could see that in the next. You know, in the next five years. I mean, we could definitely see them break into mm-hmm. that market and do something. I mean, how long? Animated. It's hard rather. to tell because you know this could a lot of the stuff could have been done at any point in development. But how long do they work on an animated short? I mean, this is ten minutes. If you put yeah. ten of these back to back, that's a movie, right? And they've so, already done. Um, they've already done like five. Right. So I mean, you know, I like the shorts because it just really lets you feel who that character is, but. I can see them, you know, putting them to putting the team together and just having some kind of story-based, you know, event like maybe the first fight of Overwatch of that that kicked off this game, you know. Yeah, I um, mean they they have um, shit, in their uh, past so they much have a, a ton of cool stuff, stuff that they can yeah they can pull from. Um, and then uh, yeah, so I mean we'll we'll flow right into the uh, actual game. I mean they were they were talking more about uh, Junker Town, so um, let's go ahead and get that up too. It's not to give away their whole, you know. Movie yeah, here. basically they're uh, they're kind of they did an, another short, and this one um, 
doesn't seem as visually if you're watching the um, Overwatch Junkertown reveal trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not done the same way the animated shorts are. It's very mm-hmm. much done like in game, like in engine, yeah. and uh, it, it kind of reveals a little bit more about Roadhog and Junkrat, which mm-hmm. used to call dynamic Junkertown duo. the yeah the awesome dynamic duo that used to call Junkertown home, and uh, basically it's kind of setting up this new map as well it's setting up the new map junk um junker town as well the escort mission that will be inside of the map so um from what i've gathered basically what you'll do is um they've went on a huge heisting spree and the point for them is to disguise themselves push this payload full of money and stuff that they've stolen Mm-hmm. Which they could, they've stolen all this money. They could just leave and live wealthy. But instead, no, they're getting their revenge. They're going to take dynamite. They're going to light the dynamite underneath the payload. Push the payload all the way to the, uh, like, the, like, the king of Junkertown's, um, like, inner sanctum. And then they're mm-hmm. going to blow it up. <laughs> the boss's palace. They're going to blow That's it up. That's beautiful. And then Roadhog's like, wait a minute, that's stupid. Why don't we just take some of the money and... Junkrat's like, oh yeah, that's right. So we'll do all of that, and they run through the whole thing again, the plan that they just ran through, and then at the end they're like, we'll grab money and we'll run off. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah it's, a couple of idiots. They're they're a fantastic comedic duo. Um, I mean, they're the they're the bulk and skull of the modern age. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, the the lead men of Overwatch. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would say. Um, Junkrat being my original favorite, and. Uh, I mean, how could you not like big old Roadhog? He's uh-huh. even hilarious. even weekend. I still love Roadhog. Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, something to look forward to. Uh, I don't think, or I think, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if this is live on the PTR right now. But uh, could, yeah, it could be something to look at. If not, it's definitely yeah. coming very, very, very soon. Um, a lot to mm-hmm. look forward to in Overwatch. So uh, keep posted over on our Facebook page, and we'll keep you updated. <laughs> That's funny, man. That dude's so good on those videos. No doubt. Um, cool. All right. Up next, yeah. we have uh, a game by, uh, um, what is that, Recon Games and Devolver Digital called Runer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this looks pretty cool. I mean, Devolver very... continues to just knock it out of the park with really cool ideas. Yeah. They have some just really cool stuff coming right along. Um, and actually, um, I'll, I'll jump right into the video right away, and then I'll check out... Um, the web uh the web page and the gameplay um it's kind of like a uh ah, man, how would you explain this it's kind of like um uh, there's a few games that have come out recently that are in the same mm-hmm. vein i'm trying to think uh and there was one there was a zombie one and then there was an alien uh kind of like third person use the left stick to move the right stick to turn your character and uh-huh. uh, and, and attack um, yeah I think I know what you're talking about um, uh, what was that one like we a, played a little bit of on PS4 yeah, that's the one I'm trying to think of I can't think of it right now it's right there <laughs> well, the I mean it's just a it's like a 3d uh, twin stick um, you know you're not in the necessarily in the center of the screen or whatever um, right kind of cyberpunky just... action bullet hell a little bit yeah um, it looks really cool 
yeah, it, it, it is really cool. It has um, a ton of different guns, tons of different uh, melee weapons. You play this cyberpunk guy that kind of looks like one of the main guys from um, Watch Dogs. Mm-hmm. And like he kind of looks like um, whatever his name is from Watch Dogs. Uh, kind of looks like Daft Punk, to be honest. Yeah, that too. He has that uh, kind of like shield over his eyes that has like the... Uh, the LED uh, screens and everything, yeah, yeah. Like a HUD on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm going to skip forward in this gameplay so we can see what that looks like. But, uh, yeah, it, man, I don't know. This kind of game hits me where it's like that um, almost like top-down, just give them hell, bullets flying mm-hmm. everywhere and... You know, mm-hmm. people being cut in half. I get that urge every once in a while. And I think the last time I had that was that um, apocalypse zombie game that uh, that we played previously. Mm-hmm. Was and it like Extraction or something like that? That was like... I think that's in the name. They, they have the same name, the two games. The Alien one and the zombie one. Yeah, because it's the same uh, company. Alien Nation and... It's not a zombie Dead Nation. Nation. Dead Nation, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. No, is it Dead Nation? I don't no know. Idea. But Alien Nation, I think, was one of them. And, uh, yeah, it's... It, it looks like a just very simple game, but being done with uh, that cyberpunk theme, I think, is a really cool, mm-hmm. really good idea. Yeah, it seems really cool. And it, it's... You know, we're in a good era for cyberpunk right now. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, I, We got the graphics to do it, and cool gameplay ideas to tie into that so you know i was looking at the game and i was like it looks cool um there's tons of different abilities like um like they have like a charge an energy shield a dash um different moves that involve weapons and uh i was like you know that's pretty cool tons of different uh enemies um including like triad security um some like street punks that they call creeps uh, mm-hmm. cyborgs and more okay um and then uh, they they have they they've built this this big um, like Japanese inspired uh, cyberpunk world mm-hmm. that um, I'm interested to get into. I think this yeah. this one might be a day one for me just because I'm really itching for a game like this. Do you but know as, when that is? Um, they just showed it off at Gamescom. I'll have to look that up. Um, let me look really quick. Uh. September 26th. Oh, damn. That's quicker than I thought. PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Dude, so, that, that, okay, that looks really good. Dude, Devolver's been crushing it lately. Yeah, no doubt. Um, um, but I was browsing through their website and, you know, looking at their their the game and, you know, how stuff how stuff works. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that was loud. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, they have a kind of like interactive comic book on their page so as you scroll down it pops up with different like bubbles uh very Mm -hmm. comic book style and gives you the story of what's happening Uh and it starts at the skyline and works its way down into basically the bowels of the city and then uh that's really cool and then it ends with a smoking cigarette and a gun so Mm -hmm. I'm getting too damn old for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that one is uh, uh, Ruiner, 
it will be releasing very, very soon, so you'll definitely see more of that from us. Possibly even some live stream stuff. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. So that one was shown off a little bit at uh, at Gamescom. But uh, up next... Man, I, it's one of those things I don't want to shit on. But <laughs> it's just not it's just not our thing, we, I think. Okay, okay. We talked about we talked about Shenmue. We talked about it uh last week, it finding a home with uh who was that? Deep Silver? Mm hmm That that's who it was, right? Uh, Possibly. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. I think that's who it was. Um and uh they got a they got a teaser trailer at Gamescom. Um mm-hmm. and the biggest thing is people were like, Man, watch the faces. Yes. Watch the way that they don't move. Yes. Um, and it's like, they're like, is this a PS2 or is this a PS4 game? Dude, um, if they released it on PS2, I would shit. <laughs> that would be hilarious, man. You're like, exclusively for PS2, and people would probably, certain people would scramble for PS2s. Um, but yeah, I mean, the environments, they don't look bad. They look perfectly adequate, you know, everything. And... It's just really the head of the characters. Mm-hmm. The the facial styles are so so stiff. I don't have a release date on this. I'm not sure uh, if there is one yet. To be honest, early 2072. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know that they were having trouble, just like they have with every Shingo game. But yeah, they they were just pretty much um, there was a lot of controversy around the way that their the faces. Don't like like we were saying earlier, like with um, uh, Telltale. You know, the background characters really their faces don't do much. This is that on on an extreme level. Yes. <laughs> like I mean, in a lot the of dude ways, always has a scowl on his face. Yeah. Always. The Shenmue games were kind of the earliest version of the Telltale games. <laughs> like just like weird tasks that you're doing that are just kind of sort of related to what's up but not really and <laughs> yeah i mean i didn't play too much um uh, of any of the shinmu games I, I we did a quick like we played a little bit of the first one but i mean it was mostly just us all sitting around like laughing and being ridiculous so uh i didn't get too much of the story <laughs> hmm. yeah, but, yeah. I've, I've just seen it played this is not something i would go out of my way to interact with <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you know, not to shit on it, I mean, a lot of people have been waiting for this, and especially as far as, like, completing a story, I totally get that. I totally get why people want more of that. So, right. um, you know, I... Uh, I basically just want them to... I'm hoping that this does release that. Um, this was from, like, an earlier build or something like that, and yeah, that they I have mean, a little bit could more still range. Be, this could still be very early. Yeah, um, it is I, I, Honestly, I'm surprised they would show it at that quality yeah it's weird um and that i just wanted to point that out that the shinmu 3 trailer that was released at gamescom was weird let's Um, roll on to uh equally weird equally and also a stupid idea (laughs) (laughs) they're gonna have uh basically final fantasy 15 and assassin's creed are gonna have a series of a couple like tie-ins uh, um, well, they do I don't really this... know what the fuck's going on with this. So they do this festival um, in Final Fantasy 15 called the Chocobo Festival, uh-huh. and the festival um, takes place in a certain town in the game. Now a different town is getting a different kind of festival. It's getting the Assassins Festival, and which is bizarre. Which is very bizarre. The characters are dressed in 
like Assassin's Creed Two. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's one. Okay. But I'm it, sure there's twos in there also. It, it, yeah, there's some of the characters are dressed in Assassin's Creed One, Two, um, outfits. It looks like I haven't seen really too much else of that bit. but everyone else seems to be dressed up in standard final fantasy knight armor or whatever or just totally bizarre weirdo clothes <laughs> or yeah whatever <laughs> yeah. and uh I, I i don't understand like my biggest question is who the fuck asked for this like it's another thing that's like it's just like with the mario and rabbits it's like how did this happen except who I, I, called except, who except i'm not like okay i'm mad at myself for wanting to play this Oh yeah, uh, I absolutely don't want to play this at all. The, yeah, I, I <laughs> own the game. Like I, I don't, I, I don't understand. I don't know whose idea this was. I don't know why anybody would agree. I, that said, I mean, I said before we started recording, I can see Square and Ubisoft working together and making amazing stuff. And I'm sure this is going to be probably some of the most interesting Final Fantasy 15 gameplay. But, like, you can't collab separately. You need to, you need to come together. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah. the Assassin's Creed, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins is actually going to have some Final Fantasy 15 content as well. We just haven't seen that yet. Um, so that's why I say this is like the first of a couple other collabs that are going to happen. So, but uh, I don't know. It seems so forced. It's like, hey, our game didn't do great. Hey, we really need our game to do well. Like, let's both touch each other's decks and see what happens. Like, it's so weird. Yeah. So, um, um, as of recording this, we are recording this on Friday the 25th, um, mm-hmm. this game comes out the next Thursday, August 31st, um, okay. and it's gonna just be a free festival pack, you'll see an update, and then you can go mm. take part in the festival, just like you can with the Chocobo Festival, um, but it's like, I, I don't understand, I, 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 I just, don't understand that's the biggest part of the process of how this happened. Usually I'm like, I don't understand why insert thing i don't understand here it's the entirety of the thing yeah yeah why every single step i mean from conception to release i do not get it and i thought we were looking at something good it's not that i hated 15 um i things i did hate about it i hated the magic and i hated um i can't even say i hated the characters i disliked the progression of the characters and then i okay yeah i I dislike the main character because he is me, he's just emotionless and just mm-hmm. like hates people. Like he doesn't hate people, but he's just like, yeah, whatever. He kind of can't be bothered. Yeah, and it's right. like in, and, in a story where the idea is that like his entire like life was just usurped. And he's like, oh, whatever, dude. And and I don't want to play myself in a video game. Like yeah. someone That's who's why I just play like, video games. yeah. Yeah, it. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. I thought we were looking down something good when I heard that they were possibly getting rid of the mm-hmm. VR Final Fantasy experience and a few other things. Um, the only silver lining to getting the um, season pass is possibly if you're really, really into it, um, mm-hmm. playing the singular story um, experiences for like Prompto, Gladios, and the other yeah. characters um, as well. Uh, the multiplayer thing could be cool. Mm-hmm. I need to see a bit more of that. I know that's in beta right now, and I've seen a few videos, yeah. and we've ran a few videos. Um, but other than that, I thought we were looking to them finally going, let's close this chapter 
and let's take what we learned here, which there are things that are good. Combat's not bad. Magic is garbage. Um, the world is really cool. Uh, I would like to see a little bit more freedom. I hope they learn from their character mistakes of just giving you four characters and there's no character progression between mm-hmm. them. There's no swapping characters. Um, I really like being able to say, I like this character better than this character, so I'm going to play with this character. Mm-hmm. I, and I, In every Final Fantasy, I've done that except like 12, where I'm like, you know, I'm going to level them all equally. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know. They did a lot of mistakes with the game, and they got a few things right because they were so behind with 13. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, weird thing. Assassin's weird. Festival coming out the 31st. Um, if you are um, into it, you can get the Master Assassin robe for Noctis um, at the festival. And mm-hmm. uh, that'll be lasting through late September, it looks like. So, you know, thumbs... Not up, but, you know, slightly sideways on... Man, that's weird. Very weird. Cool. Um, The next thing, they showed off a little bit of uh, gameplay for Kingdom Come Deliverance, which is something that we are... uh, uh, Very stoked. Yeah, you were a a really early backer. You were the one who actually told me about it. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I've just been, uh, you know, happy to... (laughs) just see the game um, and see, you know, the way it's progressed since uh, early Kickstarter. So it's, it's been really cool. Um, My question is, and I asked you this just slightly before we um, went on, like, I know you've had a chance to check it out and combat is kind of slow. Um, That has me wondering, is this going to be, I'm afraid this is going to be too slow for people. Well, yeah, there's a good chance of that. Um, I think part of the issue is, you know, we're seeing it at Gamescom, and a lot of these trailers we're seeing is not the dev team playing. Um, like you said, uh, you know, before we were recording, it's got uh, five kind of stances to deal with while you're in combat. Yeah, it looks um, like you have, like, a high... Which is a lot. A high, um, a right guard, a left guard, a low right, and a, a right, low left. left. Yep. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's... I mean, the biggest, I think probably most complex we've had before would be in For Honor, which had three. So, I mean, you know, it, it's this is adding, what, 60% on top of that? So, like, um, it's it's pretty complex. There's actually, you'll notice that, uh, that like, cursor that locks onto the middle, you're not always locked on. Right. So, like, that that's just kind of showing, complex. Yeah. That's just showing your stance versus them, right? Right, like who you're locked onto, basically. So, like, um, even that's another thing you'll have to contend with in fights with multiple people, like they showed in the beginning of this trailer. And, uh, but anyways, we're seeing like relatively newer players that probably haven't played this build before. Um, So, looks like they just. I think you'll speed up the more you play and the more you understand, and your enemies will get better the longer the game goes on too. And it is slow paced. I mean. They're going for realism, and they're hitting realism, I think, in a scale that we might never have seen in a game before, to be honest. Yeah, um, it's very much like hit, you know, if you get hit once, you're hurt, you get hit twice, or maybe not, so three times, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, it's going to be, uh, I, and, I'm not sure how the difficulty modes are going to play out or anything, but it's, this game is all about getting that one hit in. Did they know? do, it looks like maybe at Gamescom they did um, multiplayer which is something I haven't heard about. 
Um, they just switched from yeah. the view of one player to the view of another player. Mm-hmm. So the, and they were going head to head. Yeah. So um, so that's something they've, that. they've kind of been messing around with. Uh, that's something they hit when they got the um, uh, when they got above their kind of funding goal that they were shooting for. It was an extra. So um, mm-hmm. it's something that I, I know. Like I'm just not into multiplayer. It's not what I'm here for. Right. Like uh, a lot of people are super excited for it. and It's going to make them a lot of money. So I say do it. Um, sure. I'm not sure how that's going to work. I'm not sure if it's only one-on-ones. Um, I mean, this so area far, looks very particular for it. So far, I've seen one-on-one, and then in and a little bit earlier in the Kingdom Come Deliverance gameplay demo from Gamescom, um, mm. they had a, it looked like it was two-on-one. Well, that was that was probably just uh, so, enemies just spawned in the world, probably yeah, they, AIs. And that's yeah. what I thought. I thought I thought it, the whole thing was. Um, like a you know a main like one person playing at a time uh mm. fighting against multiple enemies or whatever um but and until they had that camera switch camera went from person a yeah. to person b and they just keep kept the fight going so that yeah. was really interesting yeah i'm there, not i'm not I mean, sure where all chance. those things there's come a chance in and out. yeah there's a chance they could have shot this before and this isn't actual um mm. this you know it's just a simulated battle Rather yeah. than it being Could be. actual players, so that's an option too. We have no context of what's happening, mm-hmm. um, but just watching this little piece, it was about uh, you know eight minutes, you know seven minutes in or something like that, um, yeah. where a whole group of people um, walked up to the outskirts of this little village and were talking to the people, and then a fight broke out. And some of the cool things that I really do like that they were showing off is one of the guys was fighting another guy and he got his hand hit and he took his hand mm-hmm. and put it close to his chest and he was still swinging with the other arm. Oh yeah. And yeah. that was really cool. It left a huge opening. That was just kind of neat to see that they mm-hmm. took that time to uh, understand uh, like, like what would you do in that instance? You yeah. know, your hands screwed up. You'd want to hold it close to you and you'd want to, try to block it with your you know other hand that has the weapon but mm-hmm. yeah they're, they're like a disadvantage uh yeah this game has um i think it has a ton of potential and i think I um it's going to influence some games to come after it so i'm i'm really excited to see more of it and uh yeah um, i'm definitely should be these guys. should be uh deliverance should be coming out i think end of this year December. yeah that's going to be uh that's going to be a cool late um late mm-hmm. game to pick up I think at the, at the end of the year, you know, it won't yeah. manage to reach and it won't manage to reach game of the year for anyone. And it won't be on game uh, of the year for so. anyone next year, but yeah. it has some great um, visuals. I know the world's relatively fully open. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, there's a lot of, a lot of possibilities here. This game, that's very cool games. games. Very and cool game. by this is meant to be, the, uh, this is meant to be the first in a trilogy as well. Yeah. So, I mean, depending on how this game goes, we can see a lot of cool stuff in the future, so I'm I'm really excited for that. Um, okay, definitely. Yeah, let's uh, roll on. Uh, this is another Devolver Digital game. Son um, of a bitch! I, it's actually a <laughs> sequel to a. Uh, it's like a, a mobile game. Uh, Reigns. Uh, so this one is Reigns Her Majesty. So basically, in Reigns, you um, 
play as like a king of a small kingdom and you make a bunch of decisions. You have to manage your church, your populace, your military, and your money. And uh, it's kind of like sort of card game based. And every uh, year, which is a single turn, is uh, takes place in a year, you'll get uh, one of your advisors or one of your characters or whoever will say, like the Pope, for example, will say, uh, hey, we need to, uh, you know, the, the sizes of the church is shrinking. We need to build a new church. And you'll, you can say yes, and you get strength in religion, and you lose some money. Or you can say no, and you get uh, your, your money goes up, or, uh, you know, something else will happen, and then the church will get weaker. And you have to balance them, because if, if any of them hit full power, if any of them hit 100%, they'll kill you and take over your kingdom. And if any of those four hit 0%, they'll kill you and take over your kingdom. Huh. So it's like trying to balance, and it's like kind of uh, similar to like what Fable 3 did, where it's like actually running things is like horrific and an absolute nightmare. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah, basically this one is just going with like a, um, you know, you're the queen now, it's going with like a female Ben. A lot of the characters like that they're showing here are just obvious female versions of uh, previous like male characters. So um, it seems pretty interesting like it, this is a classic pac-man to miss pac-man type move so uh i'm excited to see more of that and I, I mean i can imagine them getting up to so much fun with having like primarily female cast so and uh, i mean putting cool. it putting it on mobile i think um that'll get some mm -hmm. eyes on it for sure right so yeah the, yeah I, mean, I, I would i would suggest checking out the first reigns on mobile it's it's a lot deeper than it seems like for how simple of a game it is mm -hmm. um i'm in my like 58th generation king or whatever like this game just keeps going and they'll introduce new stuff and like different persistent effects and things like that it's really cool for sure um and just a side one that i want to throw in there i was talking about it a little mm -hmm. bit a little bit before the podcast uh south park phone destroyer you can get on oh yeah the, yep registration's um, open registration for when the game does go live and that game looks fantastic so just tossing that one out there too mm-hmm Cool. Forge and Raid along. I think you had a little bit more information on this next one. Than yeah. I yeah. Um, so basically, uh, Ubisoft has announced Anno 1800. Mm -hmm. uh, it is very smartly coming out in 2018 at some point. Um, they, they haven't released a ton of details about it, but uh, the Anno games are basically like um, economic city builders. Um, the date on the Anno games always adds up to nine. So this is like one of the simplest ones. I uh, I can't remember all the ones they've made, but it, the the numbers always add up to nine. I don't. This is some kind of like weird thing they do. That's very um, weird. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things where they, it's just included, and that's just for them to know. And people figured it out pretty quick, so um, they they stick to their own rule now. But this one is kind of a cool era. Um, that's kind of the whole point is just to like make these really pretty cities that you kind of lay out on your own and set up these trade empires and. It's usually very little. Um, it's very little combat, if any. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just not what they're into, which I'm all over that. Like I, I, I appreciate that. So um, yeah, it's it's just kind of something cool to keep an eye out for. Uh, the Anno games are kind of hit or miss. Um, the first one was released in the U.S. called uh, Dawn of Discovery. For some reason, they didn't want to use the Anno title, but then all the games after that used Anno. So not sure what happened. Yeah, there, that's but weird. It's, it's one of those games where, like, usually every other one is pretty good, and the ones in between <laughs> are not great. So, I, don't, I mean, I'm not sure what the deal is with that. I think they did 2115. Does that math work out? Yeah. 2115 didn't, wasn't very successful, but 
Um, this one's looking cool. I mean, just the the way those buildings look, the way you lay everything out, it, it looks pretty awesome. So, um, city builder cool. fan, but you want to do something more, you know, fantasy, more medieval. Okay, it looks like winter 2018 they're committing to already. So, that's right. cool. I was just going to mention that. Yeah, it looks like they have, um, like, this, uh, um, like, almost like Victorian yeah, yeah. feel to this one. So. Is it, this was, I think, 1800s. I mean, 1800s. My history course. ain't great, but that should be, like, early Victorian, I think. Yeah. Uh, early industrialization. So, yeah. So, that's cool. I'm uh, trying to figure out where, like, where it's kind of set. Um, I mean, we pulled um, it from Ubisoft Hong Kong, Taiwan, South uh, Southeast Asia. Um, yeah. But I feel like it's set, you know, more like London or something. So. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's that's just one of the that's one of the main teams working on it. It it certainly is like set very European. I mean, um, are, they're usually I, I'm not curious. super specific. I'm curious on if there are going to be other locations. Yeah. You know, that would be so, really interesting. That'd be interesting. It'll be something um, to keep an eye out for. Um, yeah. Just kind of showed a little bit of that at uh, Gamescom. Yep, and another uh, awesome announcement to hear another another game coming back that also has some kind of funky ones in its. Uh, series i guess uh they've announced that there is going to be an age of empires 4 and uh this is i mean this is good news for um strategy game fans mm -hmm. uh after uh there was an age of empires like persistent mobile game uh that was not what anybody wanted i think and uh when they shut that down it really seemed like age of empires was dead and uh microsoft's come out now and they're like no dude age of empires 4 uh, Relic Entertainment's making it. They're known for the Dawn of War games. Uh, I think they did uh, Company of Heroes as well. So um, we were talking about them recently too. So um, I mean, it's a it's a very like it's a, a studio that knows about strategy games. So uh, it's looking pretty cool. I'm interested to learn more about what um, like what eras it's set in. It kind of has a bit of a swath. It looks like it might be kind of uh, Age of Exploration leading up to World War One, maybe. Which would be really cool. Yeah. Um, and they're so, showing a lot of different places, too. Right, right. It's, I mean, the Age of Empires games are always about your your different kingdoms, your different, um, you know, leaders and different countries that you can play as. So, um, I mean, it just looks amazing. I love... I, I've, I've, I really didn't like Age of Empires 3, but Age of Empires 2, I played for like six years straight. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great series, and... Um, I'm really excited, especially when they get to that Japan at the end. Ooh, yeah, mm. for sure. Um, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really excited to see more of that and hear more about it. I need to see some stuff first because this is an ensemble franchise, and I just don't know if I trust Relic with it yet. And sure. I really, I want, I want this to be the game that Relic creates a new style on because their style now I'm not a huge fan of. Um, do we but, have uh, a do 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 we have any? further information on this or are they just like hey, no they're basically hey, like hey it. we're making it here's some conceptual stuff okay cool um yeah so we can i mean we can skip off of that so there's there's not a ton of info but i'm definitely listening with my ears peeped for sure cool um and now that we've kind of gotten through a lot of the stuff that they've talked about uh at gamescom uh the next little bit is stuff that they're uh, you know it might have been touched on at gamescom but um you know i guess we're kind of moving away um, mm -hmm. The first thing being the um, the Super NES um, classic whole debacle, the whole mm -hmm. thing that you know, um, like Nintendo again not making uh, enough product for even their employees. 
to get one of yeah, these? Yeah, I mean, I heard of people that worked at game stores. I've heard of people that work at... I mean, a lot of people that work at game companies. People that work at Nintendo or Nintendo-affiliated studios that can't get a hold of these things. Right. And, um... It's unacceptable. And, 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 and yeah, that's one of those things, um, working in the video game retail world, you know, both of us here. Um, mm-hmm. I've been told before, like, hey, if we don't get enough of these consoles, you're not getting one. You know, if if it comes down to it and you have an extra one, you have to give yours up for a customer. And mm-hmm. that's really rough. That sucks that someone, you know, that, that you have to be told that at all. Yes. So, I mean, it, it's a pretty easy thing. Um you know, pre-order your allotment. Don't over-pre-order. Uh-huh. And even at that, you know, we know Nintendo's known for that. I mean, this isn't our first rodeo. No. Yeah, so, like, Nintendo, for some reason, they just don't want to look at their uh, hardware pipeline. Like, well, they don't want to touch it at all. Well, they really like doing they, they really like doing that because it releases a, it's a higher demand. Right. I mean, honestly, I think it's just... Um, uh, good old, you know, take a shot. I'm digging in on Nintendo here. They're, it's it's not customer friendly. It, no. It's essentially saying like, I mean, nobody thinks it's fun and cool to like race to get something that you just want. You know, like uh, there's a little bit of that kind of feeling on eBay where it's like, you know, in the last like 10 seconds, that's when the real bidding starts. Right. But you know, that's where you're trying to see how low of a price you can get. This is these things are only one price. And you know all these consoles are getting bought by people that are going to turn around and scalp them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, there's, a, you know, obviously that's not on Nintendo to, like, stop scalping them. But, you right. You can but uh, it's, can like, it's like, dude, just make more consoles. Like, you know, everybody wants one. They will not say if they plan on releasing this stuff digitally on the on the virtual marketplace or anything. Like, yeah, I don't nobody look, knows. I don't look for that to be anytime soon but i do look for no. it sooner or later this stuff I mean, maybe to. in two it a couple years to. you know um but you know I, we just kind of wanted to touch on that i've seen it um uh, a few posts today uh someone like oh my gosh they're up at walmart.com go grab one and then at, like i was 15 minutes late to the party and then mm-hmm. they're already all sold out and yes. i imagine they were sold out you know five seven minutes before i even probably got there, almost instantly yeah, yeah. Um, so um yeah. you know they're totally weird i mean they are out there apparently uh you know you just have to keep an eye out but you can get some cool stuff you know with it it's 21 games including the number four, never before released star fox 2 mm-hmm. um so you know if that is something you want you're gonna be working to get it but uh i don't know maybe it'll taste sweeter if you work really hard to get it <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I just don't like that kind of shit. Like, there's certain things like, okay, we're releasing, um, we'll actually uh, touch on this later, but, you know, like, sometimes it's like, hey, we have this statuette with this game, we're only making a thousand. Right. And it's like, you have to pay, like, 200 bucks for this fucking game for it. Like, that's that's acceptable. Because yeah. Because you can always track one of those down later. Usually, a given GameStop store will just have one sitting on the shelf for five years. Like, you know, that's you can track one of those down, but with these things... They're never going to make any more. These things are always going to be this huge commodity. It's always yeah. going to be like a dishonest transaction. And it's going to be like, like I said, people that like, have them have them. And that's, yeah, that's where it's going it. to fall sooner or yeah. later. So, I mean, 
But it, it's not necessarily like, oh my gosh, I can't get this little thing that has all this stuff in it. You know, you can get, um, you can buy uh, a Super Nintendo and you can find these games, I mean, for relatively, probably close to the same price. Like That's you can get an, the system for pretty much dirt cheap and then, you know, some of these games are going to be a little more expensive. Um, but... Yeah, and you know, like, the it's only doable. thing really that's unique is that Star Fox 2. Star Fox 2, um, and, uh, I don't know, maybe the way that... I, I know the console is no bigger than, your, you know, your hand. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the hardware's, I mean, it's interesting. It's, it's super small. You know, it's yeah. not necessarily anything crazy, but, like, that, you know, that is a cool form factor, and it's a it's an awesome device to have, so... Yeah. I just wish they would just sell their shit to people that want it. Like, it's so weird. The controller is wider than the system. <laughs> yeah. Their behavior yeah. is just totally bizarre. And right there it said, uh, what was the date that it said on there? Available. Uh, uh, just go back a little bit in the trailer. What was it? Um, uh, September 29th. That ain't true. <laughs> uh, maybe they're re-releasing it? Manufacturer suggested retail price. Actual price may vary. Maybe it's a manufacturer suggested retail date and the actual uh, date. Maybe well, yeah, I would break it too. Okay, so, oh, it was all pre-orders that sold out. It wasn't actual sales. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Nice. Um, <clears throat> but cool. Uh, I guess moving but, right uh, along. On oh, did you have more? Yeah. Nope. Cool. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was just about to say moving right along. <laughs> yeah, we also uh, just something quick wanted to touch on. Um, yeah. HTC HTC Vive um, dropped by two hundred dollars, um, so it's down to five ninety nine instead of seven ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are interested in HTC Vive, I mean, there's a ton of things, including um, creation that you can put with this. You know, you can mm-hmm. even mess around with your own content. So, um, you know, if that's something you're interested in, you can get that. You know, Best Buy pretty much anywhere. It looks pretty much retail. Mm-hmm wide right um i've noticed um, that it's that this was the first one that i found so that's what i went with right here at best buy and best buy best buy yeah it's um you know we kind of talked about it before the show as well uh the htc vive kind of seems like it actually turned out to be the best vr headset pretty much mm-hmm. um it has some of the best games on it and it seems like one that's going to be supported in the future and that's I, just kind of luck of the draw i guess i don't know yeah least, i mean sure. as of now it's still the most expensive one and I think it's got the highest barrier of entry. Those controllers are kind of odd to figure out. You got the weird cubes checking you out from the corners of the room. Yeah. Um, and it's um, like, but, I mean, it's PC only. So it's kind of uh, like you're really tied down on those. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I think I would prefer having probably the um, Oculus. I, yeah. And I think that's just because I like their setup a little more. And they have kind of the same thing going on. Um but it's not it's not restricted bucks cheaper, i think 100 yeah it's probably about 100 bucks cheaper um i mean i don't know how i feel about the psvr i like the idea and mm-hmm. there are things that i would play with it well yeah they need to sell me on it still they, yeah I, I need something more like right now i'm looking at it and i'm like resident evil 7 but i've already fully platinumed resident evil 7 so yes and it why, doesn't have, does I, it have new trophies for vr I'm not sure. Never looked into it. It, it, I wonder, it might. It might. Because I okay. know it's a slightly different game in VR. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways. So, um, yeah, we just wanted to mention that. It's just to let everybody know that's a little cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's roll on to um, my notes for this. 
The only note I wrote for myself is, it's about fucking time. Sims 4, Cats and Dogs. Cats and Dogs. And now, they um, actually kind of have like a bit of a sad like story in this little trailer here. So, kind of okay. similar to Blizzard. Um, actually, I would say The Sims is probably exactly like Blizzard in every way. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like the kid grows up with a dog. Dog eventually gets old, dies. They get a new dog for the new kid. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But, uh, yes, dogs and cats, they didn't, um, you know, in the past they've had, like, an insane number of pets, frankly too much. Uh, right. They had, like, horses in Sims 3. That was a giant debacle. So, um, yeah, so, you know, they're they're adding in dogs, cats, got your furry friend hanging out in the house. You can get a little tiny bit of social interaction with them and a lot of enjoyment. And um, well, um, I, I do know some of, the bigger, some of the bigger features is um, fully customizable, so you can mm-hmm. make whatever dog or cat oh right yeah you can you can like essentially breed your like perfect shit monster right so um um, as well it adds a new profession of veterinarian Mm -hmm. so that's cool and i bet i'd be willing to bet that that's one that has all the like built-in cool mission details kind of like the investigator or um you know some of the other ones yeah uh the cooler i imagine jobs to do so um that'd be really cool do we uh do we know if our uh, our buddy is working on The Sims again? Um, he was for uh, for a period of time. I'm not sure if he's. St- I'm, I'm sure he still. I'm lives. pretty sure he went back, but I'm not sure if he went back to the same team. I just know he right. went back to the same company. So I'm I'm kind of uh, loosely going to be seeing if I can get us to maybe do an interview podcast with him. So we'll see about that. Yeah, that'd be badass. Um, just um, to talk we, about kind of like what his experience is, and he has yeah, more experience sure. uh, for working at. Um, all over the place. Uh, what is I this? Mean, EA, oh. uh, EA Maxis. Is that what it is? Right. Yep. And then he worked at, what, Linden Labs um, and a few mm-hmm. other places. So Perfect World. He worked at Midway uh, while it closed down. Oh, that's... Oh, my God. We so, have to get him on, dude. He's he's um, a very yeah, well-traveled really, man. Yeah, I really do want to open up more um, like interviews and stuff. Because, I, I mean, it's one of those things where we just have so many contacts that to not use them is kind of stupid. Right. Um, so I mean, we actually, might one well. of my buddies has a kind of a high-profile something coming out soon. It sounds like one of yours had a high-profile uh, kind of mm. game mentioned and stuff. So we we yeah. got to do some uh, branching out, dude. I'm I'm dropping the ball over here <laughs> for sure. Oh yeah, and uh, speaking of high-profile, cool. Damn, yeah. I'm good at these roll-ons. He's just uh, we are actually on the tenth anniversary of Bioshock. So there's you know, speaking of those uh, collector statue things, there's going to be an awesome collector's edition of the bioshock collection including all three bioshock games yeah so i mean it's kind of interesting um finally all of them i don't think all of them were on ps4 were they yeah 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 the collection was um, infinite on ps4 yeah i didn't know that it it was in the collection okay but yeah Um, but yeah this is this is the collection again uh that that came out in like uh like february march maybe um, and this is just kind of a that. re-release of it with that cool daddy statue, and they're like, "Hey, this is probably a better release date." <laughs> right. So, um, you know, just kind of. Actually, it would have been like September of last year, because um, I played it over Christmas. So okay, but yeah, um, uh, Bioshock tenth uh, anniversary uh, collector's edition. Uh, apparently, you can only get this guy at GameStop. Um, mm-hmm. Comes with all three games, including all of the DLCs. Uh, including yeah. Columbia's Finest and uh, exclusive com- commentary with Ken Levine mm-hmm. on uh, imagining Bioshock. The statue is—it's uh, a pretty cool little guy. It's a 11-inch uh, Big Daddy Little Sister statue Damn, uh, featuring um, lights, audio, and a motorized drill. 
So if you were a big fan, um, uh, this is a limited. This is a limited guy. I'm trying to find how many they said that there are going to be. It comes with a numbered certificate of authenticity. Yeah. Like, ooh. Um, but, uh, yeah. I mean, if you I'm are interested in that, it is uh, $199 at GameStop. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah, having I've been I've been playing through. Uh, I think I mentioned it before. I've been playing through Infinite again. Right. And uh, oh my god, Infinite. It, this was actually in this collection was the first time I played Bioshock Two. Mm-hmm. Bioshock Two might be secret best Bioshock. Uh, it was really good. I mean, now that I'm back in Infinite after you know basically like training it right after the first two games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the little issues with Infinite that I didn't notice when it was a new game are kind of sticking out to me. Like a lot of the objects in the environment are non-interactable. Right. Um, I mean, you know, there's just like a lot of minor issues, but I mean, all in all, these are three amazing games. Yeah, I, it's just the the characters in yeah, yeah. Infinite are just I, I don't know, they're so good, and it's yeah, every, it's I very mean, different. It it's yeah. that it's that wrapping up of something so just mind blowing, right? Especially and, you when know, you get to the end. Uh, so two K two K is the one that owns Bioshock. They could always come back if they wanted to. They've yeah. been really smart and not touching it, I think. But yeah. it would be easy to do something like what they're doing with uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy with Bioshock. Well, it's it's very much in there, uh, and uh, not to say 2K, but, uh, I mean, look at six, six, uh, System Shock. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, look at that game. They System Shock's coming back? Yeah, they're just now looking at, hey, let's do some other interesting stuff mm-hmm. with it. So, yeah. so we could possibly always... see a back and forth. Uh, like, yeah. Um, a flip-flop. I'm not sure who's doing stuff exactly with System Shock. I do know it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe the ball's moving, some gears are turning there. It's not dead. Yeah. So, so. Um, that's really cool. And, like, I mean, honestly, the more of these, like, really good immersive games that come out, the better. Right. Uh, Prey was a good example of that. I think um, kind of the companies carrying on this lineage uh, in a lot of ways are uh, Arcane, which is that Bethesda studio that did Prey and uh, Dishonored as well. Right. Um, Deus Ex seems to have totally dropped that ball, as far as I've heard. Um, and this new System Shock that's coming out is that that you know that vibe of game. So um, the throne is unoccupied right now. It's ready for the triumphant return of Ken Levine. Yeah, his no studio's doubt. working on. They geared up on whatever they're working on. Whatever, whatever, uh, whatever studio, they're working like, on. Ten yeah. or fifteen guys that's left. Uh, whatever they're working on is gearing up. So from what I've heard, so. Um, I mean, that'd be awesome. I'm ready. For sure. Um, but yeah, um, we had one more piece. I don't know. Did you want to touch on that? The um, whole Half-Life thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't have a lot to share on this, and there's not like a like a cute, quirky little video that we can show or anything for it. Um, basically, the uh, the writer, um, was it Mark Laidlaw, uh, the, the writer for the Half-Life games? Mm-hmm. Um, he actually has he's he's not been a part of uh, Valve for about two years I guess a year and a half now so he just said okay here's like my plot summary for Half-Life 2 episode 3 and uh, you know I didn't go through and read it this is a lengthy and girthy blog post yeah um, you it can, really you is you can find that uh, I mean if you search like Half-Life 2 episode 3 it's the first result it was a huge news story yeah and, and um, yeah he I mean, it, he basically guy, just talks about what his idea would have been, and it's like they can't ever publish it because he wrote it and he's not employed by them, so they can't ever make his game. So he's just telling what he wanted to do. Yeah, 
And, I mean, who's to say that they couldn't pick him up and do something with it? It's one of those things. That's true. Like, not necessarily with this, but maybe, you know, a variation of the idea or whatever. Um, yeah. It's, it's possible, but I wouldn't hold your breath. <laughs> no, especially now that he... I mean, him publishing this really makes me think that he he doesn't think he's ever going to be contacted again for that. Right. And that's so, exactly um, what I think. You know, he's, he's willing to burn that bridge. So, um... But it's still cool. I mean, you can check out and see what it might have been. I honestly don't think it's going to happen. Um, there's really no reason for Valve to even make games at all anymore. Yeah, they're um, they have, they're they sad. are they're making this uh, they're making this Dota card game, but that's just an obvious like money printer. So right, um, you know that not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm you know I'm just saying like they're making that because it is not a risk at all. They're going to make a shit ton of money on it, and I think a Half Life would be a risk because how can you live up to the hype at this point? Yeah. No doubt. Um, and we've talked about that in the past, too. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, it's just kind of a interesting. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people will be interested to check that out and just kind of, you know, get their head cannon straight and just, you know, figure out what somebody that has a pretty good idea of what it could have been wanted it to be. Um, that's cool. I think uh, there are a lot of things, like, you know, people are always saying, like, bring back Firefly. And it's like, you know, Don't do it's that. dead. It, you have yeah. to leave it dead. Like it's it's perfect because it died as a beautiful young angel and it never got old enough to betray us. You know what I mean? Yep. Think about Lost. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know it's 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 still something cool to check out. A pistol three, he called it. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. Uh, I, I mean, I like that that somebody would have the nuts to do that because this is a industry that people never talk shit about anything. Uh-uh. You don't want um, to. I mean, certainly not on the developer side because. I mean, you're going to work with that guy next week. Right. And your studio is going to get laid off, and that guy's going to be the difference between you and no job. You know, right. so um, people never do this, and this guy's not worried about it. He's uh, uh, he's a writer. He's not even. I mean, he only ever worked on the Half Life games, and he wrote also uh, a lot of just random lines for Dota too. Right. So it's like you know, he doesn't need to get back into the games. He clearly didn't go on to a different game studio. He's just doing his own writing now. So he's like, oh yeah, sure, fuck it, I'll post this out. So. Uh, I think it's really like cool to get that kind of access. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely an interesting read if you're a big Half Life fan. So, um, you know, go check that down. It's Mark uh, Laidlaw writing. Yep. But cool. That looks like it is wrapping up um, our podcast and live stream for August 28th. Um, as always, if you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Uh, get a reminder of when we're doing these podcasting live um, and more cool stuff. Everything you hear uh, on this podcast usually gets posted on uh, MGI first. It's a good way to interact mm-hmm. with us as well. And if you follow us uh, at Mammoth Games Inc. on Twitter, gives you a good reminder of when we are doing these things, like I said, as well when we go live streaming um, here on Twitch.tv, yeah. whether that be myself, uh, you know, friends of MGI, like Remover Sage and more. Um, but yeah, go check us out. Give us those likes. Uh, if you have any feedback, please uh, don't hesitate to drop us a line. Uh, we're pretty much always listening. So I um, hope you guys are enjoying what we're doing here. We are trying something uh, not too different, just kind of pushing the dates forward on the games released so you guys get a chance to see the game or hear about the game and see the game before uh it releases so you can get that you know Mm -hmm. maybe day in there to pre-order it so um yeah uh like i said feedback let us know but for mammoth games inc i am night swarm and i'm filter cord
cool guys thanks for hanging out